Welcome to the 10th episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Indeed, number 10. Number 10, that's a big week. Yeah, yeah. Technically it's week 9, but it's episode 10. It's fine though, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, nobody cares. I am Coro Bloom, alongside my comrade. Tavares Pennington. Tavares Pennington, to have a pen. Yeah. Today we have a, we have a good show. We've got a good show. We're going to talk about this week's... Uh, <laughs> This last week's euphoria, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about the Emmy noms. Yeah. What else you got in mind? What's up? What you been doing last week? What you uh, been up man, to? just working. Really? Working? Really? Yeah, God, working. That sucks. So busy. I've been pulling like double shifts like the past four days. Ooh, shit's that's terrible. That's, that sounds like hell, actually. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's not been fun. I, uh, I haven't been working very much. <laughs> I uh, had a two-hour shift yesterday. It wasn't too bad. But uh, I, got, I got some good television knocked out this past week. <laughs> Got some good television. I caught up on That's Marvel's good. Agents of Shield, oh, yeah. which is in its sixth season currently. Tenth mm-hmm. episode of this, or like eleventh episode or something like that, was on last night. I get to watch it today. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Wait, Agents of Shield is still being made? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The next next season, the seventh season, will be the last. Oh okay okay. But yeah, I I caught up. I watched like the first five in the last few weeks. <laughs> first five seasons. Yeah. And uh, it's. Oh, it's really good. It's good. I mean, the first two seasons are really fucking good. Three and four are like, eh, Man. you know, like yeah. they're okay. Yeah. They were they were entertaining. That's usually it's where just, the slump is. Yeah, like they they were really entertaining. It was just like I don't know, like there's better TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then season five fucking blew my mind. So, <laughs> Agents of Shield's definitely worth a watch. Season six so far is really really good. Uh huh. Okay. Strongly suggest Agents of Shield. Okay. And then, I also watched that new little David Harbour thing on oh, Netflix. yeah, yeah. How was that? So, like, Dr. Frankenstein's Monster's it? Monster Frankenstein. <laughs> That's what? what it's called. Dr. Frankenstein's Monster's Monster. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. So, the premise is basically David Harbour is looking into his fake dad. Like, he's saying that oh. he's David Harbour third, And he's, he's like, looking into David Harbour Jr. Okay. Because he has to learn more about him. He's like, <laughs> things don't add up. And it's, like, a really, like, spoof documentary. It's a mockumentary. Oh, so, like, he's, okay. like, he's going and finding all these old people. He's like, what was going on in his head? Because it was, like, every... <laughs> and it just was so... He made it so much more dramatic than <laughs> yeah. it actually was and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was definitely worth a watch. It's only 30 minutes. Uh-huh. It was pretty funny. What and if, if you like David Harbour, you'll definitely like it. Uh-huh. When I saw the trailer, I was so confused because I was like, who is David Harbour's dad? Like, like is this the... an actual thing? Yeah, like, nah, it's fake. like, wait, I thought Frankenstein was, like, not real. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein's Monster's Monster Frankenstein. Check yeah. it out. David you know? Harbour really killed that shit. <laughs> I still need to watch that uh, thing from the Radiohead guy. Uh, oh, yeah. What was that called? Uh, you know, I, I couldn't recall it last time. I remember I had to Google it. Um, I can't remember what that was called. Oh, man. I'll honestly. have to watch that visual art piece. Yeah, it's only <laughs> like, like 15 minutes or something like that. But yeah, I'll have to check so it out. Just absurd. Looks, yeah, something just to watch. Yeah, you know? to watch. <laughs> Here on uh, July 20th, the two-year anniversary oh boy. of Flower Boy by Tyler, Should the creator. Should be declared a holiday. Should be declared a holiday. Should be declared a holiday. Flower Boy Day. Yeah. yeah Tyler, no, the creator, I mean, Flower Boy Day. Everyone, well, Flower Boy might be a bit sexist. We might want to go with, like... Flower Day. Flower Person Day. <laughs> <laughs> flower Person Day. Happy yeah. Flower Person Day. <laughs> <laughs> flower Person. It's for all the snowflakes. <laughs> you fucking liberal snowflake. <laughs> oh... Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm a liberal snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't, aren't we all? 
birds of a feather. Anyways, yeah, that, the Flower Boy is a classic album. Gosh, just looking just back like, on it, like straight up classic. Like I don't this, it's, mm, see, Igor complicates things. Igor does complicate things. That being his follow up to Flower Boy yeah. makes Flower Boy like less. Yeah, <laughs> it really does because like to that point we just had like. Flower Boy Tyler separated and removed from all of his previous. Like, not saying that it, his it wasn't good. Shit wasn't good. It just like it didn't it wasn't, stack up to Flower. Yeah, Boy. it wasn't anything comparable. So it's like now that he's released Igor and just been like, he's yeah, just he just I keeps really, climbing up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he just like I do this better. thing. Like, what the what do you? What do I you do mean? what I want. Fuck you if you don't like it. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know. And like, if Flower Boy is just like such an impactful album that summer, though. Like, gosh, that summer and like, I remember even when the, that came even out. the two years since, I've bumped that. Oh my god! At least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For the last sure. hundred and four weeks. Yeah, I'll never not see where this flower blooms coming up and not play it. Oh, like, exactly. Come on, like y- y- got, you can't not. You can't not. You know, and uh, Tyler is just Tyler is. Have you have you seen his uh, the interview that he just did with Zayn? I have not, but I saw I the uh, I saw his yet. tweet where he was uh-huh. like, "I don't do interviews." I don't, he was like, "I, I was don't like, say shit." I don't say shit. <laughs> I don't do interviews, so enjoy this. I don't yeah. plan on doing it anymore for a while. I was like, "Yeah, I you need, know what? Fuck it. Do you, Tyler?" <laughs> I need to watch it, and I'm pretty sure uh, like Zayn Lowe's interviews are usually pretty. Lengthy, they're usually so. pretty solid. Yeah, so they're, 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 they'll be yeah because uh, Zayn Lowe that was the show that Chance did his uh, mm-hmm. he showed his version of mm-hmm. Waves and his version of uh, Famous. Cool. Those were good. Those were, those were amazing. I wish I wish the Chance like, version of Waves would have been literally released. Literally amazing. We got new Chance coming up. Oh, yeah. This Friday. Do. This Friday. You see all the stuff on Twitter about uh, his cover art? <laughs> yes. There were people. Did you see the people who were like responding to the announcement at, tweet of just like I, yeah, them laying in bed comments, sleeping? And I was just like, oh my God, people. Like, was, like they were just hating every on Every single one. Was I mean, just I'm not like, going to lie. I like, I get it. Like, I like it. I like the idea. It's not very satisfying visual yeah, art. It's, it's not. But I mean, like. It's still good, and I'm sure it'll go with it. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it, it looks good. But it's just like you know, it's one of those pe- like album arts that, like you see and you're just kind of like, okay, okay, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's why everybody's like, I mean, like, yeah, we're not hype or anything. like they are. Like if you're, true, I'm excited for Chance's music. Yeah, if you're a true Chance fan, but like, like you're excited. That but... cover art usually sets the tone. Yeah, and I didn't get it. You yeah, know? I was yeah. like, after I saw it, I was like a little worried. <laughs> I was like, damn, this might suck. <laughs> I look when I saw it, I was just like, "This looks chance." You know, chance is just like I don't know what it is, but it's he's starting to become like this super clean cut artist for me for some reason. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what, what it is. It is. Yeah. I like and because I, I I love I love chance. Yeah, I love. He's great. Like, but like something about him over the last couple years yeah. since he released Coloring Book has just been a little off putting to me. And it's like and I. I've, I listen to him and I think, oh, this would be good to hear on, like, you know, the school bus in fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I don't, and I'm hoping that, like, see, like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say here. I mean, you know groceries. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel that. I mean, either. it was like it was good to like turn up to and be like, used to carry on groceries in a wine trip. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you just like chance. Come on now, what are we like, talking about dude, here? I really, I mean, like, I was fine with that. It was a good song. It was a good little pop song. But I'm hoping we get a little more. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. it's not all that. Me too. I uh, 
who was it that released their features? What did, was it? Chance who released the album um, tracklist? Track no, that was YB and Corday. Oh, that was that. That's a different thing too. That's coming. That's out coming out Friday, Friday too. too. Yeah, which looks great. That looks he's got a J Cole produced phenomenal. track featuring Anderson Pac. <sighs> that's gonna be nice. Yeah, no, that's gonna be perfect. Like literally, and like uh, he has a Pusha T verse on there. I mean, like yo, why me and Corday is literally like he is recognized by the like the realist in the game, like as fucking yeah, good. No, like, he is. He's a, he's one of those artists that's kind of comparable to um, uh, why, why can't JID? JID, yeah. Because like I think JID is better than Corday. Oh yeah. But like, like ability J, wise. Yeah, ability wise. But like Corday and JID both like I feel like they both just started like came into the rap game like, and immediately were like respected. Yeah, like, they were like, and, and, yeah, like, we fuck with you. <laughs> you knew you you knew that they were better than most of the most people the, who had most of the guys it. their age. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like. Like with with Corday, like I never hear a song of his, and I'm I think like oh he didn't like he didn't do an amazing job rapping here, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because he's just like I don't know, he's just like that song he just dropped with Chance, Big yeah, Day, bad, or what, uh, what was that bad called? Bad idea. Bad idea. That's yeah. I, I really love that track actually. Like, I do too. I didn't think Chance was corny at all on there. No, like that's the Chance I really fuck yeah, with. Yeah. Uh huh. Like he uh, where he starts getting a little more passionate and he gets like a little more like grunge in his voice. I don't know how to explain it, yeah, <laughs> but like yeah. that's and my like, favorite part. That and like, so did you hear the uh, freestyles that the free or the freestyle that he put out with Lil Yachty like a couple months? Back? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that was good too. That was like fire. I yeah. was like, I, I heard that and I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, like, he's really out here doing this thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I've always liked more laid back chance more uh-huh. than him like going in. Yeah, but like when he does do it. In a certain manner, it's good. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this isn't really it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm usually like, I, I hear certain songs and I'm just like, nah, I mean, like, it sounds like you know a church bop. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something that like it like Christian rap. <laughs> Which no hate, no hate. Like if that's what you're into, that's what you're yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. No, no hate, but like, it's, it's Christian it's, rap. It's not that. <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to really get behind. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, you can listen to it. And I be can like, respect Man. the artist like Lecrae. That dude's fucking yeah. good. Yeah, he's fucking good. Just... He's strictly a Christian rapper, uh-huh. but he's nice. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like I, I don't casually listen to him much because of that. It's just because like I. It's just like I don't want to. I like... don't want to hear about how God's judging me right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna rap, like rap to me about some like, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me you're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. you, tell me you're gonna like fuck make my me bitch feel or, like something. Nothing or something. <laughs> make, make me your bitch. You know, <laughs> say you're gonna, say you're gonna take my hoe. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, say you're just gonna like my bitch. She's gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh but God. like, yeah, Christian rap is a category unto itself. I feel like it's, it's just like respectable, but like eh. nobody touches it. Like, like nobody has any problems with it. Nobody's like, except like. Get the Christian rappers out, but it's just like yeah, nobody's like fuck Christian rap. Yeah, like nobody's gonna say that. It's just kind of like it's there, and if you want to listen to it, listen to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. July twentieth is also the birthday of Sandra O. Oh, that's the day we're recording. Yeah, July twentieth. Happy birthday! So happy Sandra birthday, oh. Sandra O. Oh. She is on uh, Killing Eve currently and is nominated mm-hmm. for an Emmy this year for Plus Best Leading Lady. She was also on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I haven't actually seen much of her stuff. Like, Dude, I know Killing of Eve her. is the shit really dude I love that show love it is that on Netflix 
No, it's on Hulu. The first season is. Uh, Second season isn't quite there yet. Uh, I shall check. So yeah, perhaps. happy birthday, Sandro. Yeah, live it up. Play the tape. Roll the tape. Roll it. Do it. You have now entered the Penny Bloom Podcast. Hosted by none other than Colton Robinson and Tavares Pennington. I hope you are prepared for a show unlike any that you've ever seen before. Or heard, I guess it's a podcast. So you aren't going to see anything. Episode 5 of Euphoria. This shit. This shit. O three, O three. Bonnie and Clyde was the Yo. title. Yo. 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 This shit is good. If you are not watching this shit. If you are not watching Euphoria, you are making a big mistake. A huge. Granted. Catastrophic. Granted, there are a lot of people who probably shouldn't watch Euphoria. <laughs> that is also something that we should deal with. <laughs> yeah, like... You know what? Give it a shot. If you're like, uh, oh no, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Do not watch it. That's us wagging the finger at you. You, I promise you do not know what you're getting into until you just jump right in. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I watched this one, um, uh, you know, not, I just, I, I wasn't ready. Yeah, it was a, it was an intense one. It was. I mean, they're all intense. They, they There's, are. there is no let up. This one. The only, the only little bit of, like, levity Mm-hmm. And like release in this show is every time they do a little cutaway scene. Yeah. <laughs> like where every time they have like a thought that Rue has and uh-huh. she just like cuts to a different like point and then jumps back into the yeah. conversation. Uh huh. So See, like, I, those are my favorite points in the show. Honestly, those are those though. are my because favorites it's just too like the because they're just like the little things that are it's funny. Just like, yeah. You, you see what life was like when it was like, you know, normal. Not <laughs> as bad. Yeah. Not <laughs> as bad. <laughs> but yeah, O three Bonnie and Clyde was the <laughs> title of this episode. Every episode is actually named after a song, except mm. for the pilot. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Do they the play one. The song I think. In I, think the... uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. But in the carnival episode, episode four, it was called uh, "Shook Ones Part Two. And I saw people on Twitter like, "Why wasn't there a Shook Ones Part One?" I'm like, "Because that's the name of a song by Mob Deep." Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you, you gotta recognize... I don't associate Shook Ones with absolutely anything else other than it's, Mob it's, Deep. It's Mob Deep. Like, they, they patent that... That's that, them. Yeah. They're the Shook Ones. They are Technically, the Technically, they're ones. not the Shook Ones. They're but, the ones... Well, they could be Shook. I don't know. They're the ones inducing the Shook Ones. This is true. Is that a new... No, thing? I haven't put up anything on my walls. Really? No, these, this is all... This has been here since week one. Is that Flatbush? Yeah, Flatbush Zombies. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, admiring the art in my room. Yeah. I made it, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) So we open the episode. (laughs) Open the episode with uh, Rue doing her usual narrating. Uh Uh-huh. Which I love. Every week. She freaking nails it. Oh, Zendaya is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty much amazing. So this one was focusing a lot more on Maddie. Uh Uh-huh. We all know Maddie. Maddie used to be a pageant girl. Which makes all the fucking sense in the world. Yeah, yeah, it does. She uh, she was like really into it because she realized like all you needs to be confident doesn't matter. I mean, like you gotta you gotta look the part, but yeah. you also gotta have the confidence to go with it, you know. Uh huh. 
and she was like really fucking into it because I don't know if you've noticed, but Maddie has a lot of fucking confidence. Yes, a, a an astonishing amount of uh, hubris. If hubris, <laughs> perfect. If you will. Flashback Shout to Miss Bertrand. Bertrand. Shout out Ashley Bertrand. <laughs> How you doing out there in the world? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Maddie used to be a pageant girl until one day, some pageant coach, somewhere in the country, got locked up for you know messing with little girls. Yeah. He was a rapist, a predator. Indeed. Therefore, mom of Maddie made her quit. Had nothing to do with her. She yeah. was not involved. But, you know, it's just the idea. Any pageant coach could be out there doing that. Yeah, you know. So she was forced to quit. Which led to her protesting by not eating for a week. <laughs> Which, oh, that's boy. serious, don't. <laughs> shouldn't have laughed, but that's serious. And I've then, definitely done that before. It's totally safe. Oh, yeah, it's totally safe. I mean, it's called a fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Religious yeah. fast. Religious, you know, good, wholesome. <laughs> good, good, wholesome fast. Good for the body, heart. But, uh, by the end of this week, where she didn't eat shit, she realized, holy shit, I kind of like not doing anything. <laughs> so the rest of her life, she's made it. She's made it her purpose to not do shit. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> Which is kind like of amazing. It sounds like some people I know, sadly. In oh yeah, but I mean, like I know countless people. I think I'm kind of one of those people. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> A little bit, like part of us. Yeah. But like this is wholeheartedly who Maddie is. She uh. Her mom worked, like, uh, as a manicure and pedicurist. Like, she would wash people's feet and mm -hmm. do their nails and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the quote from the show, Rue says, like, One day, Maddie realized you're either the person sitting in the chair with not a care in the world with your feet in the foot bath, or you're the person washing that person's feet. <laughs> and Maddie never wanted to be washing the feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah and, and you see, fundamentally, like, these takes on the world and these worldviews, they are, you know you can expect someone to, to come to this conclusion. Oh, yeah. But it's like, uh, how far are we going to take this? And that's, that's the, I feel like that's where Maddie's story gets crazy. For sure. We get into a, uh, we get into a pretty good glimpse of Maddie and Nate's relationship, mm -hmm. which you don't really need a great glimpse to recognize that it's a super fucked up relationship. Very, very unhealthy. Yeah. Incredibly toxic. Uh, God. Nate treats her like shit. She lets him but she also kind of isn't great to him i mean like i'm it's yeah. it's all around not a good relationship no it's not but you know they love each other apparently something or other so we learn a lot about maddie here yeah we learn that this... she uh, likes to practice <laughs> her moaning and movements during sex while watching porn yeah this was this uh, honestly once they showed this i was like this is kind of weird but like you know, not if that's what you're going to do. Not from her. I, I, I mean, I... Sure. Like, <laughs> you know, like if that's what you want to do, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love when they go into explaining, like, the psychology like behind her, her, like, sexual strategies or whatever. Yeah, she was like, she wanted to make him feel like he was good at doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so that he would do whatever she wanted. Yeah. Low-key, Maddie's a genius. Oh, yeah. In no, terms of taking advantage of Nate. That is manipulative as fuck, though. But genius. Yeah. <laughs> sheer, genius. sheer genius in an unhealthy relationship. 
Oftentimes, Rue says, Maddie would like to punch Nate. But she was afraid that Nate was the type of dude who would hit back. Yeah. And he absolutely is. Oh, as no. last we, we episode, saw that. Yeah. As last episode, he choked her. Fairly aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was not good. I literally thought, like, I was like, he's just gonna fuck around and kill her. Like, right here. Yeah. The quote from the show after, uh, she says that he's afraid, or she's afraid he would hit back is, Nate was coming to terms with his sexuality, and that's the root of a lot of violence. And it really is. Mm. If you look through uh, the history of like serial killers and stuff, there's mm-hmm. a lot of dudes who were like not very accepting of the fact they were du- they were into uh, other guys. Really? So they would murder little boys. Are you serious? Pretty fucked up. Yeah. I, I never knew that. That's that's yeah. like that's the root of a lot of violence. That's incredibly fucked up. It's actually. super duper fucked up. Huh. So Maddie's looking in the mirror, <laughs> looking at her bruising on her neck from when Nate choked her last week mm-hmm. and she was scared not of what he did but the fact that it didn't matter what he did and she'd love him all the same how I, I just don't understand how like you continuously like continuously create excuses for another person yeah I mean like way. it's so hard to understand but like I'm assuming it's one of those things that you just have to have experienced to understand yeah and i'm in that sense i'm very glad i don't understand this unhealthy of a relationship i've been i've been in an unhealthy relationship but not (laughs) not like him beating on her and shit like that exactly it was just like a lot less (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah, it's uh, it's a really fucked up relationship we have here on this show. Yeah, no, it is, and it, uh, I can't imagine it going well. Uh, I'm going nervous for the future. I'm nervous for what we, what's to come in this show. Oh yeah, we've built up tension to a point where any time Nate is in a scene or his dad is in a scene, uh-huh. I am convinced there's a possibility they were they will kill whoever's in the scene with them. Oh, like yeah. straight up murder them at any time and yeah. that's like that's crazy that they yeah, built that, up this tension to yeah. where like any character could get killed by two characters yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it's especially uh, even more weird like considering just like the general context of this show like it's not supposed to be some like crazy shit yeah like, I mean like it's a crazy intense microchasm of like is that a word microcosm microcosm yeah microcosm of like all of high school society yeah packed into one high school so like obviously any high school you go to isn't gonna have all this shit this is more all the high schools combined into one high school (laughs) so like it's it's bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it 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 is it's it's not a uh... i fully expect that by the end of this season someone will have gotten murdered oh I can see that. Either that, or they, they they're going to jail for a very long time. And probably both. Which, which, <laughs> which brings me to the point of you know the big the big reveal really this show or this episode was kind of how Nate is getting uh, prosecuted. Yeah, he's now, getting in trouble for choking for Maddie. Choking Maddie. Yeah. And just like the events leading up to that, and how they depicted that in this show. Oh, it was so good. I have I was blown away. Like I'm not gonna be like. I was just, like, sitting there, and I'm like, why, like, I am so, like, intensely terrified for what's about to happen. I'm like, yeah, holy like, shit. And what's funny is I've watched so much scarier shit, Yeah, but nothing 
as intense yeah. and grueling, like, emotionally as this show. Yeah. Like, I, when Cal got that call, uh, uh-huh. Nate's dad, uh-huh. he got that call, and he was like, just slow down. I, I'm, I'm busy. I'll have to call you back. And she's like... her his wife is like freaking out on the phone uh-huh. and he's like oh my god I'll be there yeah. <laughs> so, and he goes to the school he sees a police officer and he's walking and you can tell he's just like fuck 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 yeah. fuck cause he thought he was gonna get got yeah so this dude had to be relieved uh-huh. that his son choked <laughs> choked a woman he had to be relieved he had to be and that was the fucked up part about this like situation where you're just like you're seeing this dad walk through a high school because he s- fucked a student yeah, in that high see school see a student there that he knew intimately and you're just like he knew biblically <laughs> <laughs> you're just like Wow, this is a weird one, isn't it? It is. They, uh, they... I love when he's walking down the hall, and then he just dips off right, yeah. and they're like, where are you going? He's like, I just have to use the bathroom, and he goes in there and just fucking yeah. pukes. He's like, oh. He's <laughs> like, I can't do this. He's like, oh my god, oh my god. And like, you get it though, like that nervous, yeah. like, yeah. there's... I can't imagine many things being more nerve-wracking than what he was experiencing mm-hmm. in that moment, just being like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, I'm about to get locked up for life. Like, this is not <laughs> yeah, good. Basically. I was I, I was actually really confused or, like, surprised by the way that he reacted to, like, talking to his son. Were you? I, I kind of was, because I, I kind of... I don't know. I thought that he would be more, like, mad. Oh, I did not. I expected really? about what happened. Okay. Because Cal's so fucked up uh-huh. that I expected him to be like, exactly what happened. He goes, he goes, Nate, did you do it? He goes, no. Did you admit to it? <laughs> well, he goes, he goes, did you do it? And Nate goes, not really. <laughs> Come on, bro. He said, not really. On, and then he said, did you admit to it? And he goes, no. <laughs> And then one more time, his dad goes, did you do it? <laughs> and then there's like did an eight second it? pause. Yeah. There's like an eight like... to ten second pause and he goes, no. <laughs> and Cal, this is the type of dude Cal is. And this is how you know the type of dude he is. After his son says no, after a ten second pause, he goes, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> he's like, and he, he's just like, he's so good at lying to himself about what yeah. he's doing. And like, he's so good at just like being like, all right, I'll believe whatever you say. Like, mm-hmm. I, I. I believe what I want to believe. And that's the kind of dude Cal is. So, like, I knew he wasn't going to be mad. Yeah. I knew he was going to be like, okay. no, he didn't do this. That's Yeah, that's fair. I, I just, like, expected, like, I don't know. It's it's so obvious. Like, it's like, they, it, they're, it's him. Yeah, like, like, and like, like even when... <laughs> who else would it be? They have witnesses. Yes, like, even when the principal pulled Maddie into the office first uh-huh. and was like, I need to talk to you about what's going on. She's like, with all due respect, this is none of your fucking concern. And he's like, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, you dumbass. You can't is. walk in here with like, you know, scarring, scarring on your neck, <laughs> all over your neck from someone choking you out. Like, and me to not be like, me just be like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, <laughs> he goes without talking to anyone else. He looks at Maddie and goes. Did Nate Jacobs do this? Yeah. Like, obviously he did. Duh. Like, like, there was no doubt in his mind. There was no doubt in anyone's mind. Yeah. Nate Jacobs choked this woman. Yeah, exactly. And everybody knew, like, what type of person Nate was. And 
like what type of person Maddie was and the fact that <laughs> that little sequence of like interrogations that the principal's conducting oh my were God. like someone's like yeah I saw him grab her and it wouldn't surprise me if he choked her and then someone goes yeah that bitch is crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was because you know damn well if this were to happen in real life I swear someone would be in the office saying that oh shit. for sure someone would be like mm, <laughs> she's crazy he's a psycho there's nothing reliable going on here <laughs> you can't trust a word either of them are saying yeah, exactly just like you know what don't talk to them you need to just like you, you just know. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, dude. And then they were like, all I know is at the party, he was really intense with that girl, and then he was like, what girl? And he was like, and she was the one who cut herself. Yeah. <laughs> and then he brings her, he brings gonna... Jules into the office. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> just that whole sequence. It was just, that's all high school interrogations are. It's just a bunch of kids being like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I totally, I, I totally have gotten called to the office at one point, uh, freshman year, for a stolen iPod, and they're just like, "Yeah." So, so you know, what happened? Yeah, you know, I'm just like, looks like you got an iPod there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that sir is an iPod. We and, know you uh, know what happened to him. Just like, sir, uh, with all due respect, this is none of your fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We out here jugging on a daily basis. What you mean? Get out of my face. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, after the uh, credit sequence, we got way ahead of the credit sequence just now, but after the credit sequence, we opened with Rue, who is uh, masturbating to the idea of Jules and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And the idea of Jules and fentanyl. Uh, <laughs> she was like, I don't know. The best high I've ever had is fentanyl, but... What's better than fentanyl? Just jewels. <laughs> <laughs> and then her mom burst in the room, burst in the room, is like, "It's time for dinner. Are you coming?" <laughs> and Rue goes, "Yeah, no, yeah, wait, no, yeah, for dinner." <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh man, you know this is no, 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 <laughs> no, no." I wonder what jewel pods are her favorite. Because you know she uses a jewel. She has to, right? Well, she said she loves jewels, right? Ah, douche. <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> All the comedy. No one even's gonna get that part. I know, because they can't see yeah. me. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. So, what do you think about Rue and Jules' uh, relationship currently? As it stands. Uh, it's... I'm, I don't know. Like... I just, I can't tell if it's just, like, personal bias, which is making me think this, or if this is, like, actually true, but, like, I can only see this ending in a way which is, you know, terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, gonna just be tragic. And, I, like, I, my prediction is this season will probably come to a close with Rue ODing. Yeah. Again. Like, I think that's probably... Could, that, that's Yeah, that's fair. I think that's going to be the full circle, like, come around. It's like, uh -huh. it's going to end where it started. <coughs> She's going to have to go back to rehab and stuff. And that's... I mean, it's because her and Jules' relationship, everything is so... Rue is putting a lot of eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah, she is. And as an addict, she's reliant upon Jules to keep her in check currently mm -hmm. she even says it at the meeting where she stand up she says but i met someone 
Yeah. And it's she's helped a lot. Now I want to stay clean. And even her sponsor was like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do in six months, a year, when she goes off to college and she's gone? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you mean if? And he's like, no, I mean when. Because <laughs> you in high school. <laughs> Nothing exactly. in high school lasts forever. That's a quote he said. And I'm like, yeah. facts. I, I, I heard that facts. quote and I was just like, damn. Like, It's fuck. so funny to think about like how big a deal everything was in high school. It and now is. looking back, you're like, Dude, it is what hilarious. The it is so funny, and like just like the way that you think about like living Everything. in the world, and then you actually experience it, and you're like, "Well, this is nothing like I expected it to be." This this <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and I was just thinking, like, and you look at high schoolers now, like now that we're out of high school, yeah, and you're like, "Damn, you worrying? You're worrying about the stupidest shit right now." I know, right? But like, that's all you know when you're uh-huh. in high school. Yeah. Those are the biggest problems you've had uh-huh. up to that point. Yeah, and you're like, you look back and you're like, "Jesus Christ!" I, I, look, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I just look back and I'm like, "Well, you know, I I think I can generally tell what type of person this person will be based off of their past actions." Oh yeah, and it's just like you know, like. It sucks, but like you really do decide your own path. Like no matter what, it's your decisions that lead to to what you do ultimately, ultimately in life. And it's you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Dude, this episode is fucking crazy. Gets crazier. Does get crazier. Uh, so Maddie is flipping out in the principal's office talking to her mom her mom was like we're gonna press charges and she's like no you're not gonna fucking press charges and she's like yeah we're gonna press charges <laughs> yeah we're gonna press i love how the cops are handling this they're like they're like dude the, shut the fuck okay. up the, the best part was when they talked to uh when they talked to cal and they're like uh wait we're pressing charge they're pressing charges she's like hold on let, let me talk to them and, and they're he's like, like no you're no. gonna talk to him uh i recommend that you go talk to your son before we arrest him and take him to central booking <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what i did appreciate though is that cal didn't protest that yeah i really expected him to be like me no too. let me do so and he was like nah fuck it all right i, I just kind of wanted to see it because i was like i mean the, the everything's already happened like you can't do anything about it at this point point. and the way cal handled that situation too it seems like this is he's prepared yeah for something like this and you can tell yeah because he was like all right how we're gonna walk out of here you're gonna walk out ahead of me you're gonna walk out with your head up you're gonna act like mm-hmm. nothing's wrong and it was just like a little bit like seems like you've done this before cal <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like what our family so one note that was weird to me was like when he was like what our family is about to go through is going to be like what? What did he say? Is like it's, just, it's yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, it's like, gonna be a lot. And uh, like the way that he said that just made me for some reason feel like he's like experienced it before. I, yeah, I I I like, feel like we're gonna get a good, a lot better look into how Cal became Cal. Yeah. At some point, because we've gotten a pretty good look at how Maddie became Maddie and how mm-hmm. Nate became Nate, and yeah. that's kind of, and how Jules became Jules. Like we've gotten a good background every single episode of yeah. each character. And eventually, I think that's going to lead us to Cal's past, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited to see. That'll be interesting. It will be, for sure. Because that dude is... He is, yeah. He's fucked. I feel bad for him. He's a piece of shit, but I feel bad <laughs> for him. Like, fuck that dude, but I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you feel bad about? I don't... Like, later in this episode, when he's talking to that woman, or dude, I couldn't... He never made it clear. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, they. I'll, I'll go with they. That, yeah. That was, that was, yeah, that was a scene. 
that was a good scene. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, so it was one of Cal's hookups mm-hmm. where he goes, he meets the person and has sex with them pretty aggressively. <laughs> but what was the name of them? Oh, shit. Mm, I, don't I have it in the notes here. Minako. Oh. I've never even Monaco shows up and he's and they're like, Hey, so <laughs> you wanna fuck me? <laughs> and he's all, and they're on the bed and they play that uh the song Fabric by Cupcake and he's they start dancing for him uh-huh. and, he, and Cal's just like Can just stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop for a second, alright? <laughs> I wanna I wanna I wanna talk. And Monaco's like Monaco's like, What's up, Poppy? <laughs> and Cal's like it's just been a really rough week. <laughs> and you're like, damn, man. Yeah. I mean, it has. I just want to talk. <laughs> and Monaco was really accepting of that. Yeah. Went yeah. over, patted his head, mm-hmm. and Cal leaned his head up against it. That was so cute. I know. I was like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> he's really feeling it, huh? And what, what he asks is pretty important. Like, a very, like, damn. This is kind of difficult to think about kind of mm-hmm. shit right here where he says uh, do you think this stuff affects them even if they don't know it that, yeah do you think hiding it creates the same thing in them that was when he asked that question I was just like fuck that that brings up that entire it's the entire nature versus nurture argument yeah is he when he asked do you think this stuff he's talking about his hookups mm-hmm. and his hidden sexuality and his brutality against some people does it affect his children hmm. and you got and obviously it does yeah <laughs> they, yeah it's not because they don't know it though because Nate knows it yeah Nate knows all about it uh-huh. and that's kind of what fucked him up yeah no it is I like to think that if he doesn't know it it won't affect them but like I don't know yeah it, it's, it's weird crazy to think it, about that like, kind of stuff like what's genetic and what's your choice like is every, everything is everything based on your genome like what, like <laughs> every, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So it's like, I feel like, it, it, I feel like him hiding things and him doing the things that he does has to have some, some effect on the, the people around him, no matter whether or not they know the nature of what he's doing. Oh, for sure, it will. But like... Because it's ultimately, it's, it's different than what his reality would be should he not be doing it. So... Yeah. In that sense, I, I don't, I don't, but like, it's like if they don't know about it, you know, it's a scary thought. It's a scary thought for like any parent though. Yeah. Cause like, this is obviously a pretty extreme case, but like, how about any parent who has gone through depression or anxiety? Mm-hmm. Like as a parent, wouldn't that be kind of like, I know I would be like, I've had depression, I've had anxiety mm-hmm. and I know you're probably going to go through it yeah. because I'm your parent. And like I don't like I don't know how I would handle ah, that. Yeah. Like that's It's weird, isn't it? It's so weird to think about, but like you you know these things going into it, mm-hmm. in theory. In theory you know these things yeah. before you get into a relationship that will eventually or lack thereof into <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> into a parenthood. Uh-huh. You know? And it's just crazy to think about. Obviously we're not even close to experiencing that, hopefully. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just, oh, I can't, it's hard to think about. I, yeah, I don't even want to. 
But yeah, that scene with Monaco, where Cal met them in a motel, I thought that he was going to stab <laughs> I thought I thought Manako was gonna die. I was like, Cal's done. He broke. He's gonna, <laughs> this is it. He's gonna kill him. Oh yeah. And so that's where I thought that scene was going, like for sure. Oh no, but it it didn't. It totally went a different way. And then it kind of got really fucked up. Like after that. Yeah. Where just like, like in a weird unspoken way because. Yeah. So like it that that shows parallel Cal leaving where Cal's leaving the motel yeah. as Nate's pulling up uh-huh. and then Nate interacts with Monaco. Yeah. And she's like, what's up, honey? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like, ah, this is like, it's weird because they know the, an- like, there is an answer to that question in the context of this show that he was asking, does it affect your kids? Yes, it 100% Oh, obviously it does. And does the secrecy affect them? Yes, it 100% obviously it does. does create the same thing. And that is just like super scary when you just see it like happen. Like, you're just like, fuck, like, this guy is, like, literally becoming his dad. And it sucks. And it, yeah. Because his dad sucks. I mean, Nate sucks. Well, I, I wouldn't even say he's becoming his dad. He's just becoming a, a... Different version. A different version. A different twisted version of his dad. Probably a more fucked up version. Yeah, probably. Fuck, dude. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, this episode was just, like, very intense the entire time. Like, I felt like it was, like... 100% balls to the wall like character progression story yeah. progression everything like they were going at like there was no downtime really yeah. this episode there was that scene when uh, Nate's getting escorted out of the building uh-huh. and Jules has like a stare down with Nate and then oh, has a yeah. stare down with Cal yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and then uh, Rue the music cuts and Rue's like Okay, one, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and two, can we talk about how you fucked Nate's dad? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that ah oh man it's just a weird thing yeah and then jules was like dude you cannot tell anyone about that <laughs> like that's the worst thing that's ever happened yeah no that was terrible when she found that out i was just like well you know when you have sex with random people this is the yes. risk you run <laughs> <laughs> and rue rue uh well jules says like even if you hate me one day if i do something that makes you hate me you cannot tell anybody about this mm-hmm. and rue was like well, there's nothing that you could do that can make me hate you. And we go into a little flashback sequence where Rue presses Jules a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. how many people, how many one-night stands have you had? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, has it been more than five? She goes, yeah. yeah. More than ten? I don't know. More than twenty? Why does it matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, that- granted, I mean, like, she was digging a little deep. Yeah. Like, I mean... But, like, see, it's those scenes that just kind of show me, like, how Rue is, like... How Rue is, and how Jules is, and how different they actually are. Yes, exactly. It's, like, Rue doesn't have any sort of experience with those sorts of things. And yeah, like, we got we got a brief little history here. Ah, we did. We got, uh, she got her first kiss at 12, which she didn't really want to do, but, <laughs> you know, just to get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. She gave eight hand jobs in the eighth grade. <laughs> She gave uh, four blowjobs in freshman year, one of which she was emotionally coerced into. <laughs> she said, they, and they show that scene, and the dude's like, I'm literally going to tell everyone that you sucked my dick, so you might as well do it. <laughs> which is so fucked up. God Any dude damn. who has ever done that deserves, like, I'm the blade. <laughs> deserves the blade. All conflict <laughs> must be mediated by the blade. They deserve the blade. Yes, no, they do. That was, that was a fucked up situation. And then, uh, she kissed her friend from preschool to practice 
making oh, out yeah. for the freshman formal, which is when that she kind of realized, which isn't when she like realized she was like all right with being with girls, uh-huh. but like her friend was like, "Yo, is this like super awkward and uncomfortable for you?" And that's when Rue was like, "Nah." <laughs> Rue was like, "Nah, I'm completely down for this." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, well, yep, yeah, um, no." <laughs> And then uh, she lost her virginity after drinking a beer with two Xanax bars. Extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. Lost her virginity. And the dude was like, did you come? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, can we get like an aerial view of this dude butt-ass naked? And her laying next to him, he looks at her up and down and goes, yeah, you look like you came hard. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, why would you say something like that? <laughs> Especially when she obviously didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I'm really nervous for where Rue and uh, Jules go. Yeah, me too. Because I, I I still like hold hope that it can that it can be you know something that's I, it won't though. Just the way, just the way this show's going, yeah, I can't no, imagine no. that Rue and Jules works out. It oh, can't. No, it won't. Or at least it won't work out in the fashion we know it to right now. Yeah. I, I'm just really nervous for everything that comes with the show. Like, there's it's, enough. Like, there was a point in this episode where Maddie's arguing with her mom, uh-huh. where she's like, "Dad slept on the couch." for 10 years and you barely even talk to each other what the fuck do you know about love yeah she says like love is a million things sometimes it's bad sometimes it's good okay hold up (laughs) (laughs) hold up if love is as bad as what you're going through then like maybe you should be like huh (laughs) if you admit to the love being bad looking then like uh maybe dip (laughs) maybe but like it's so hard to like judge people for that yeah yeah it is and then Maddie goes, it's nice to know someone who, nice, it's nice to know someone has my back. He would kill for me, and I would kill for him. <sighs> the first plot twist I think we get is Maddie killing someone for Nate. You think she'll do it? I, like, think, I think she has the capacity, absolutely. But just She considering... might fuck around and kill Jules. <laughs> but like, uh, fuck, I would be so pissed at that. I swear to God. I mean, ultimately, someone's going to attempt murder upon someone. And it'll either be the obvious Nate or Cal, or it'll be a plot twist and be someone else. Mm-hmm. And the only feasible plot twist for me would be Maddie. Ah, oh, man. But that would just, like, I feel like it. she doesn't have, like, the, like you said, like, she's someone who wants to do nothing. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like when it comes down to it, she's gonna, like, fall apart and be like, I can't do this. Versus, like, being, like, someone who's, like, yeah, fuck it, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm excited. Nervous. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a re- oh, Dude, this show's so fucking good. I can't wait till we start getting to that kind of stuff, though. Where everything just gets really intense. Yo, why has Watchmen been, t- yeah. been tweeting <laughs> Yo, at us? I don't get it. <laughs> that is like The HBO series Watchmen has been tweeting at us like, are you ready for Watchmen? And we're like, even, like, yeah. <laughs> Do we even, we don't even follow this account. <laughs> but yeah, HBO, really coming correct with Euphoria lately. I guess they're trying to come at us with Watchmen, too. I guess so. Honestly, that doesn't... Like, depending on how they do it, like, 
Have you seen the Watchmen movie? Yeah. I haven't been able... I've never been able to finish it. <laughs> it's long. It's long as I fuck. I watched it once like, forever ago. I started it three different times. And, like, every time I just fall asleep. Yeah, it's, it's a long one. And it, it's, like... It, it. I don't feel like it's, like, exciting. <laughs> it gets pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it does. It does. It's a good movie. It was definitely worthy of a movie being... I mean, of a show. Uh-huh. Getting spun off. But uh, back to Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. Yeah... That scene where she's yelling at her mom, Maddie is, she uh, bursts out of the house and calls Kat. And she's bawling her eyes out, mm-hmm. like, Kat, can I come over? I need someone right now. And she's like, um, I'm busy. Kat's in the middle of sucking dick. Kat, yeah, Kat, <laughs> Kat was blowing a dude. So, sorry, I'm busy. Which, really boozy. Yeah, that was Any friend boozy. of mine calls me, like, crying. Uh-huh. Then I'll give up on the, <laughs> I'll give up on the chase, you know. Like that's probably the reasonable thing to do. Like, like she was whole ass crying. If she was like, "Hey, what are you doing? I need to, I'm bored. Need to hang out." Mm-hmm. And Kat was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm busy." Yeah. Then I would have gotten. Yeah. But she was crying. That'd have been fun. She was crying and like, I need you. <laughs> yeah, but th- th- that also just kind of shows. <laughs> more of how like Maddie is kind of toxic and she's just like oh yeah I mean like, like that she expected everyone to be there for her when she needed it and like exactly like that's there's obviously it's a double edged sword there but yeah yeah right there's fault on both sides yeah you know there's fault in our stars <laughs> there's fault there's fault in our stars <laughs> actually I've never read that story or book or whatever have you ever seen the movie no oh my god dude yeah I was just kinda... dude fault in our stars is the shit <laughs> really? Dude, I fucking love it. Is it, I didn't know it was like actually good. I thought it was just kind of one of those like. Oh, it definitely is one of those. <laughs> but it's super. I, I love those. <laughs> I love those. The the Nicholas Sparks movies, which reminds me. I mean, that's not a Nicholas Sparks movies, but it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. You uh-huh. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Reminds me of a quote from the show this week. Uh, uh, Life is not a Nicholas Sparks novel, as Rue says. Because of her brief sexual history. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, Kat really just doesn't give a fuck anymore, dude. No, not at all. She gave that dude head in his car, and he finished in like 20 seconds or less. That was hilarious, actually. Sucked the soul out of him. (laughs) Gave him that double yuck yuck combo. That was the best. He was like, that was probably the best blowjob I've ever gotten in my life. (laughs) And then she walked out of the car like that bitch. She was like, yeah, I did that. And yeah. I respect the shit out of it, you yeah. know? She was walking through the mall, not giving a fuck. She goes, nothing's more powerful than a fat girl who doesn't give a fuck. And I was like, you know what? Go off. <laughs> I still feel weird about this storyline, though. It's just, it, it I seems mean, like, so extra and like, like... It's definitely an interesting angle. Like, yeah. I could live without the storyline, but like, I, I'm alright with it. I don't yeah, have like, I don't have any major problems with it. It's just like weird the the storyline i definitely could lose and i'd be okay with losing is cassie and mckay oh my god that is like not interesting whatsoever it's really boring i don't like it very much yeah i mean because they're like it's weird but they're like the most normal couple (laughs) 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 on the show so it's just kind of like eh. (laughs) yeah (laughs) even though they're not normal like last week they kind of had like a brief break where she went and made out with a dude took molly and yeah. Fucked a carousel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
that she, was that was not. She like whole ass fucked a carousel while people were watching. Like uh, it was not a greatest moment. Not I mean, moment. McKay really fucked up last week though. When Mc, when did. uh when Nate was like, "So you guys dating?" And he was like, "Nah, we're just hanging out." I was like, "Ooh." I was yeah. I, I went, "Ooh, bad move." She looked at him and goes. I was like, no, you can't do that. That's like boyfriend one on one. She's just like, okay. And then she yes, dipped on him the rest of the night. Can't blame her. Yeah. Can't blame her. He fucked up big time. He did. They made up though. This this week they were like, it's okay. And that's that's why they're the most normal. Sh- that's why yeah, they're the exactly. most normal on the show. Exactly. They were just kind of like, eh, okay. He didn't have to like choke her out or anything like that. And Cassie <laughs> also told McKay about all the dick pics on his phone. Oh. On Nate's phone. He was oh, like, so yeah. what? He was sending his dick to a bunch of different girls? And he goes, no, they were other dudes' dicks. And McKay was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could see him just kind of look and be like... And what's funny uh, is, like, the person... <laughs> the the most identifiable characters in the show, like, easily is mm-hmm. McKay. Yeah. I think, like, he's the most normal dude on the show. Yeah. He's the one I definitely identify the most with. And he handled that news just as I probably would have. <laughs> I was like, like he goes, there was a bunch of dick pics on his phone. And he was like, he was, oh, they sent them to a bunch of girls? No, they were like other dudes' dicks. And he was like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm going to, uh, you know. I don't, okay. I, like, there's nothing I can do with this yeah, information. And I don't really give I, a fuck. So. Yeah, it's just like, you know, probably would be better off if I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this show, all in all, is just great. Yeah, it is. It, it I love it mostly be, just because of how it, like, how it is so, like, sh- focused on, uh, like, developing characters. And they really, they're doing a great job. We're only, like, five episodes in, and mm-hmm. I feel like I know the characters. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I mean, that's about, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I feel like I knew them after a couple. Yeah. Like, yeah, me too. Like, it was really easy to catch on to, like, what they were doing. Maybe it was because, like, we kind of, like, like understand these, these uh, like, different forms of life and, like, like how they are, like, going about thinking about things. Maybe we understand it a little bit more. But it, it was just cool to see, like, a lot of the, the things that they're doing with, like, this story about high school. Yeah, and it definitely helps. What's confusing about the show is, like, what's its target audience? That's a good question. Like, because high schoolers should not be watching this show. I Honestly, I feel like it's us. It's I feel like it's fresh out of high school. Yeah. Mature enough to know that this is not glorifying anything. Yeah. And to recognize that, like, this shit is fucked. Yeah, I think it's like, this shit is ni- like 19 to... I'll give 30. Uh-huh. Like, that's the, qu- that's the target here. Do, and that's that's another big criticism of the show that I've seen is uh do you think it glorifies anything ah uh, drug use or anything I mean I don't know I've been having this like this question in my head for a while now not even just like whether or not things can glorify uh, uh, like certain certain activities or whatever but like whether or not it's like even a matter like if that even factors in like what's a matter yeah yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, it's, if it's glorifying drug use, then, like, you, if you are consciously going, it glorifies drug use, well, guess what? It's not glorifying drugs for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, obviously the point of the show, it, like, 
the point of the show says is, drugs are bad. Exactly. These like it's obviously not glorifying drugs. Yeah. I don't think it's glorifying drugs. I don't think it's glorifying anything. Yeah. It's actually showing how bad all mm-hmm. this shit can be. But I feel like the standard for a lot of people with the glorification of drugs is that it's show... it's an attractive Zendaya doing any drug imaginable. Yeah, exactly. It's just like the the subtle act of the of, of her doing drugs. They're like, oh, she's glorifying it because she's doing it and she's portraying a character who likes drugs. Which is why I think it is important that high schoolers don't watch this show. Yeah, it is because I mean, like, I mean. I think I could have handled this in mm-hmm. high school, and I think a, I know a lot of people who probably could have. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I also know people who would have watched this and go, "Zendaya's doing it." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like obviously she's not actually doing it. They would have known that, but they'd have been like, "Dude, that looks dope." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like she's gone out of her way multiple times to go like, "Drugs are good until they're bad." <laughs> <laughs> until they're bad. <laughs> until until the overdoses, until the death, yeah. until the sadness, until yeah. all that. She said, there's actually a very good, very small margin of good that comes with drugs. <laughs> she says that. Like, it's yeah. obviously not glorifying anything. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it is either. Um, but, it, you know, some people could take it different ways. I definitely, I, I can't, like, I don't know. Sophomore and below, I'm, like, definite no on this show. Oh, for sure. But, like... I don't know, I feel like a junior or senior should be able to handle it. Or, like, I'd expect them to... to be able to. Be able to at least, like, form, you know, complex thoughts based off of this show. Exactly, yeah. So the episode uh, ends with uh, Rue making amends with her friend from preschool. And then her, Jules, and Rue all go to the roller... Oh, sorry, the roller rink together. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where shit gets a little like, like damn, yeah. like really, fuck. You know they're foreshadowing it. Oh, I mean, and they have to be like this is exactly how these things work in real life. Mm-hmm. She, uh, her friend from preschool goes, "Wow, Rue seems really good," and Jules was so happy. It was so cute. She goes, "Yeah, she does." <laughs> and it was like I was like, "Oh, she really like she really does love her." It's yeah. just like it's not the same kind of love, yeah. you know, and. The friend from preschool goes, it's because of you, you know. Do not ever say that shit. (laughs) Don't ever, ever tell anybody that someone else's happiness is reliant Mm -hmm. on them. Yeah. Because that's a crazy burden there. That's so much pressure. Like, that's... It's the most... It's the biggest burden you can possibly... Yeah. Like, there's no way out at that point. It feels like there isn't. Absolutely. Like, Jules... She's afraid that if she fucks up in the slightest, that Jules is going to fuck around and mm-hmm. snort cocaine that's laced with fentanyl. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's a real worry that she actually has to worry about. Yeah. And that's just, that's a lot to put on somebody. Uh-huh, it is. So yeah, the episode ends with uh, Rue and Jules riding their bikes home. That, oh man, see, this is a... This, this, yeah, this was just like, damn, man. Rue was like, so are you going to come in and stay the night? And she goes, uh, no, I, sh- I should probably go home. Uh, well, then can I come with you? <laughs> and Jules was like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then they're laying down in the bed. Zendaya's, or Zendaya, Rue is asleep. <laughs> Zendaya's asleep. <laughs> Rue's asleep on Jules' chest. And she's like smiley in uh-huh. her sleep. 
she's like, this is obviously this is the happiest Rue has ever been. And oh, I feel yeah. really happy for At her, least but I'm Jules. really worried. Yeah. And they zoom in on Jules' face to close the episode, and you can just tell Jules is like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That This is my life. This <laughs> This is my life now. Like, I have to. I have to tend to her. Yeah. And I just... I feel like Jules is going to have to reach a breaking point eventually. I, I mean, Jules is going to have to. And I think... I can see the spiraling in a number of ways. So, I think the... Uh, even it, the little bit earlier where Jules goes, even if I do something that makes you hate me, mm-hmm. don't tell anybody. I could see it coming to a point where Jules snaps, breaks, Rue goes into one of her little fits that she did with Fe- with Fezco. Mm-hmm. Remember where she was like, this is your fault! You did this to me! Which was very, very misplaced. Yeah. Very wrong. Yeah. Um, because Fez is a good dude. He's always looked out for her. Mm-hmm. And she needs to recognize that. I miss Fez, too. He hasn't been in the show in a couple weeks. He hasn't, yeah. And I miss him real There's bad. No, no drugs, you know. I mean, no yeah, Fez. she's not doing the drugs, so it's like... <laughs> no Fez, no drugs. But... I'm afraid it's going to lead to something where... This would be the better of two options. It's where Jules freaks out on her for putting mm-hmm. the pressure on her. Rue tells people that Cal and her did it. Which I, I think... Um... Which would spiral into a bunch of other things that I could hope to that a bunch does not happen I hope it doesn't either that would that would just destroy their relationship because oh absolutely that like right now I feel like somehow some way it could be salvageable like no I was gonna say that Jules will get pulled into this case oh yeah she's going to she has to but it's like she really isn't involved not, uh, with, not with the case at hand at all. Yeah, but Nate knows. Yeah, so, that that could be very, very. But then it's also like he's not going to compromise his dad. Well, obviously not. No, he's doing. He's done everything to protect his dad. Like he played her as Tyler. In order to get to her and be like, if you tell anybody, mm-hmm. I will fuck you up. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, uh-huh. I there have been so many moments in the show where I'm like, well, this person's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Nate's gonna murder them <laughs> cause that's that has to happen that has to happen at some point oh yeah somebody's gonna die somebody's gonna lose their shit there is one person who I am extremely nervous for who I think might be the first to go who will get themselves caught in the wrong situation and something they have nothing to do with and they will be caught in the crossfire and I think it's Rue's little sister Oh, I think Rue's little sister is going to be the source of not the source, but something's going to happen to her that's not going to be good. Hmm. Either she's going to go down the same path as Rue, or she's going to do all she can to avoid that, but is still somehow going to get. Mm-hmm. Just and I'm only saying that because that would make good TV. Like it's yeah, it's not like that's actually how these things work yeah. but it's like yeah that would ju- that's just as a television writer that would make sense to me exactly um yeah i don't that would suck though you see everything about this show everything sucks. about the show sucks so like i <laughs> i don't think i don't think there's a line that they're not willing to cross you know uh-huh like i mean obviously there is eventually but like in terms of like killing a, a character mm-hmm. anybody could die 
I, I literally think anybody could die. Yeah. Except for Rue. But dying, that would be a huge thing to have like a whole death. And where does the show go from that when they kill a character? Anywhere a show usually goes after they kill a character, you know? I mean, it sucks. It always sucks. And it's yeah. hard to get past it first, but then they yeah. eventually work it out, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. It, it'll be interesting. How many episodes does this, does this season have? I'm not sure what this season's been confirmed for. I'll look it up right now. I would imagine it's probably ten. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what HBO usually does. Let's see. I cannot. Oh, my my internet stopped. I I mean I would imagine ten. Yeah, yeah, I would think ten. I already got many. I think uh, I I'm excited to see how this all turns out because it'll. I hope it's not a surprise like eight because then that would mean we're like pretty much at the end. Yeah, that would. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking about that. Uh, I'm, I I wonder why they named this Euphoria. I think it's because of the drug use that like that's like you, the Euphoria represents the escape that Rue is always after. Mm-hmm. So I think that like that's just the idea is like no matter what the show always comes back to Rue chasing the feeling that she's lost. Yeah. Or that she just lacks. Isn't it weird that Rue is the main character though? I mean, I it makes like sense. Show... It feels it feels very like a Nick and the Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's rude. That's exactly what it feels like. Except she has a lot more central of a role than mm-hmm. he did. Yeah. But... It feels like, as well, like, we talk... We, like, obviously see the things that are happening to her, but it's also largely about the things that are happening around her. Mm-hmm. And things that she isn't even necessarily directly involved in that we that we see a lot of and care a lot about for some reason. Yeah, eight eight episodes eight, this season. That's it. Damn. Eight episodes this season. Yeah, three so more. we just got episode five. Okay, yeah, so we still got three weeks. I was thinking we were entering season episode seven this week for some okay, reason. So that's a good summer summer show. Oh think. yeah, perfect. I mean, I'm really excited. This this show is going to come to a pretty fast conclusion oh, here pretty yeah. soon. It will. A lot's going to come crashing down, and I'm really excited uh-huh. <laughs> to see to see what gets fucked up. I put I put a friend onto the show. He's already seen all the episodes and stuff. I just like literally one night it just started like the first episode. I totally thought he was going to fall asleep and like he yeah, just, he like, finished them all. I, every every like five minutes, he's just like, damn, <laughs> damn, <laughs> yeah. The uh, this is not a show to binge. Like that night I put you on. That was yeah. a mistake. <laughs> see, see, but I, I feel like it is, though, because it's such a terrible show to binge. Because, like, you yeah. you, you really do get into it, into it. Like, you do get really into it. But, I mean, like, God, it's emotionally grueling. It is. It like, is. I don't think it'll be a while before I rewatch the show, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Just because it is a lot. It is. But, yeah, uh, no, it definitely is a lot. I suppose we'll see. <laughs> By the time you guys hear this, there will have already been another episode of Euphoria, and we'll probably talk about it again. So, because we love the show, it's it's it's, it's so fucking it's, good, it's a quality show. Yeah, Euphoria, check it out. Next. So at San Diego Comic Con, which seems like the event of a lifetime, I will absolutely go at some point. Oh yeah, no for sure. I already looked into it. Twenty twenty sold out. Kind of disappointing. <laughs> 
I didn't even know like they sold out that early. Like, oh, what the fuck? I did this months ago. <laughs> oh my god! I remember hearing about San Diego Comic Con coming up in 2019. This was in about January. Mm-hmm. I looked and I was like, "That's probably sold out." So I looked for 2020, and it was also sold out. I didn't look any further, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what, 2021, I might cash in. I might cash in. <laughs> might have to do it. Yeah, but that, that would just be like a dream to go to. Comic-Con. Oh my god, it like, seems so cool. I, just the amount of like everything that was there. I mean, mm-hmm. they had the Game of Thrones cast. They had all the Marvel announcements. Mm-hmm. They had, I mean, I never watched it, but the Supernatural, the last Supernatural panel was there, and I yeah. saw the two main stars got, like, really emotional there, and I uh-huh. would, that, like, just stuff like that. That's really cool, because, yeah. like, I found that Comic-Con is where, like, they cash in big time, the oh, actors yeah. do. Yeah, they do. Like, uh, did you see the thing that Stephen Amell posted, Arrow, mm-hmm. he posted yesterday? No. He uh, posted, like, if these last eight years had been just for the last had all been working towards the last 45 minutes, I'd do it all again. Damn. Because, like, that's how awesome the Comic-Con experience yeah. is. Really? So I'd be... Because, I mean, it's it's when all the fans kind of show up and show out. Like, like that's, just, that's like, the event, It's you know? the only time where, like, these show's creators can can see the all of their fans face-to-face in a, just the large setting the where it's sea all at once. of fans. Just, yeah. Did you see the post by a... I, I cannot remember his name, but he posted something. He was on the cast of The Eternals, and it was like the Marvel Hall H, I think. Mm-hmm. So he showed a video, and it was just like a horizon of people. Oh. Just like, oh, shit. <laughs> just damn. You could not see the end. <laughs> yeah. And that just seems so dope to experience. Yeah, I know. I've seen, like, they'll do, like, even, like, like, um,. I can't remember the name of the show now, but there's a show that used to come on ESPN where they would, they, like, when Comic-Con was happening, they set up their, their show, which is about sports, like, not oh, really yeah. about Comic-Con. But it was really. there. But it was there because it was just, like, such a huge event. And, and that's like, kind of cool what, like, yeah. Comic-Con's become so much bigger than just, like, yeah, the, uh, it's It's the not stereotypical... a nerd convention. No, like... <laughs> no, it's not at all. Like, I mean, I'm absolutely going to nerd out. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a really everyone embracing the inner nerd that's in all of us. Exactly. You know? And, like, it doesn't even have to be nerdy. Like, you just said, like, ESPN posts yeah, up. Exactly. Like, there's there's things that have nothing to do with anything uh-huh. that's stereotypically, like, Game of Thrones, Marvel yeah. superheroes, DC. There's so much more than just that. Yeah. And it seems so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is it always in San Diego? Uh, San Diego Comic-Con is always in San Diego. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I haven't heard the, the the greatest things about San Diego. You know, like, I yeah, I've heard that. Uh, it's like, I've I've heard mixed reviews. Mm. I've heard San Diego is a trash town yeah, with trash yeah, people. Yeah, me too. And I've also heard that it is beautiful and that there's. I mean, it's it's always nice year round weather wise. <laughs> it is California. <laughs> it is. Uh, obviously, in California, you have the the off chance of mm-hmm. falling off the rest of the country due to an earthquake. Indeed, but. Uh, I don't. I'm not too worried about that. You know. Also, sea levels are quickly rising. Climate change is a real thing. Climate change is a real thing. Yeah. We'll be. We will be discussing that eventually. <laughs> eventually. At length. <laughs> but uh, what we really want to talk about right now is Marvel's announcement at San Diego Comic Con for Phase Four. This shit is fucking loaded, dude. It's loaded. It's loaded. I am aroused. <laughs> 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 to say That's the a least. Neat use of word choice there. I mean it. <laughs> Dude, the announcements they made. 2020 will be getting three movies, and then in 2021, we will be getting seven different projects. Ta. 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 God damn, it's a lot. So in May of 2020, we're getting Black Widow, 
with Scarlett Johansson, and they announced David Harbour will be featuring as the Red Guardian, who is Russia's response to Captain America. So he's basically Russia's Captain America. Yeah. He's Captain Russia. Yeah. He's Comrade also, Russia. He Comrade Russia. Also, for for a neat like you know like nuance, they named him Alexei. And obviously, all the names. David Harbour has a history with Alexei. Yeah, he does. Smirnoff. Smirnoff. <laughs> if he says Smirnoff in the movie, I lose my shit. I'll lose my shit. I, just immediately, like I'm just, I just go crazy. I just start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna clap. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna clap. Smirnoff. Wait. So that'll come out next May. Oh, damn. I, I was wondering if that would come out after the next season of Stranger Things. Oh no. Yeah. No damn. way. So no. He'll way. still, he'll still be dead in my Stranger Things heart. <laughs> I miss David Harbour. Come back to us, Chief Hopper. <laughs> I wonder if, like, Stranger Things was how he got, like, you know, kind of, like, the, the, the cred to do something like Black Widow. Oh, it, I think it definitely is. He's obviously been doing stuff for a while. He's, yeah. a, he's a pretty established actor. Uh-huh. But I think Stranger Things opened up a giant audience yeah. for him. He became a fan favorite. He became just someone that was kind He's kind of A-list now. Yeah, yeah, no, he Which is. is amazing. So, like, he got... He booked Hellboy... For the reboot, he was Hellboy. Mm-hmm. He is in the new Black Widow movie. I'm pretty sure he's doing a couple other things. He got his own little Netflix original that I talked about earlier in the show. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's doing a lot of shit. Yeah. And he's doing it well. So, like, I'm really happy for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. David you know? Harbour is, he's another one of those those dope goats. Absolutely. Oh, and then I didn't realize that the Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. will be... The series will be released in yeah. 2020 as well. It's fall of 2020. And I'm interested to see what they do with that because after making Anthony Mackie the new Captain America, uh-huh. like, is it going to take place after yeah. that? Like, are Bucky, are Bucky and him teaming up now? Uh-huh. Or is it, like, set in the past? Or, like, what's the deal? Like, with the new timelines and shit, yeah. everything's so confusing and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and I asked that same question because the logo it looks like for it shows, like, Captain America's shield yeah, in the background. Yeah, it does. But like that's not that's neither the Falcon nor the Winter Soldier symbol. So like I'm obviously a- Captain America has to have some sort of influence there. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Anthony do, Mackie. Do they Captain make America him the too. new Captain America, or do they just make him the Falcon with the shield? I'm thinking that's the route they're gonna go. Okay. I'm hoping there's a new suit and everything that's like more decked out Captain yeah. America wise, but yeah. he still has the Falcon shit, mm-hmm. yeah. but with a shield now. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. That would be dope. But I mean, like, I don't know, like. We'll see. Yeah, is it just like an honorary title? Maybe. maybe. (laughs) Like you're Captain America now. (laughs) Congrats. He's really not because he's not a super soldier. Like yeah, like he's not. I'm assuming he's gonna have to keep the wings. Oh yeah, no, those things. You can't take those off, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, that's what made him. That's what made him him. Yeah, that's what made him him. Yeah. Uh, Next, the next movie that we have is The Eternals coming out November of 2020. I'm excited for this one. Oh yeah. You got Angelina Jolie and uh, Rob Stark. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm 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 in. I'm I, in with Rob Stark. I, you know? I I'm kind of apprehensive about Marvel though doing this kind of like new ensemble. Yeah, like because it, it, you can tell that they're going a different direction clearly with the types of superheroes that they're picking. To, yeah, to they are create new ones, and it, and it's more so like it's not these traditional superheroes like that that they're picking. But that's exciting, you know. Yeah, no, it is because you needed to evolve. You needed mm-hmm. new characters and stuff. So I'm excited to see what they do with Eternals and what they do with uh, what's the next one? The one Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's the next movie that comes out February of 2021. Yeah, because like I, I'd <coughs> never heard of the Eternals. I'd heard of Shang Chi. 
but I, I'm not familiar with them yeah. at all. Like obviously, I grew up on Spider Man, Captain America, Iron Man, mm-hmm. all these people, all these characters. I grew up on those. Yeah. But I, I'm excited to see like a whole new brand of yeah. Marvel. You yeah. Know? No, and I think it'll do great things for like this next generation of kids who like. God damn, we grew up during like the, the best, best, the I best swear, pop culture like, era. What the fuck? And now like they're gonna, it's gonna be a completely different slate, which I feel like is going to impact the kids so the same way that it impacted us when we were that age. Yeah, exactly. And then like all these old movies that we grew up on yeah. are gonna be old movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, not only will they be old movies, but they'll be like the movies that led to what they're to what witnessing they're now. Yes. And we're like, we're not just like spitting this bullshit about the old shit being better. It is better. It is better. Like you just like, have to go I'm gonna tell and watch you right it. now, no matter how good this next phase is, yeah. it's not gonna be as good as the first and ten years. You wouldn't even understand it because I'm an old head. Watched the ten years before, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Because they're obviously building these stories. They've been building them for for decades now, and like in decades in the future, they will continue to build it. So it's gonna be like if you want to truly experience these movies, show some fucking respect. Super aroused. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so excited. So that's, the the 2020 slate was Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Eternals. Then coming in 2021, we got Shang-Chi. We got, uh, what's the next one after that? WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. Which I am excited for because the Scarlet Witch is a badass. Badass. She is the baddest bitch on Earth. She made Thanos, like, was, (laughs) she had Thanos locked up and he was like, fuck it, rain hell. (laughs) Kill everybody. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, that was a dope ass. Kill our army. (laughs) You just see her, he's just like, she's just like, what did she say? Like, you've taken everything from me and he's like, like, I don't don't even even know know you. (laughs) And she's like, you will soon. And then she's like, Bitch <laughs> lifted his ass bitch. off the ground. All the rocks. She was killing this bitch. He yeah. goes, "Rain hell, rain, rain fire." Like, sir, our they're troops. Like, sir, he's rain like, hell. He's like, "Fuck the troops." <laughs> I don't give Fuck a shit. <laughs> Kill them all, <laughs> dude. But yeah, the Scarlet Witch is a badass. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a dope ass. Uh, apparently, uh, this series is gonna is gonna go into why she is named the Scarlet Witch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, Going into the uh, Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse of Madness, Mm -hmm. that's going to be the first horror movie that MCU is Mm -hmm. doing, which I'm really excited for. Mm -hmm. But apparently, Doctor Strange's kind of right-hand man is going to be the Scarlet Witch, and apparently she's going to be the more Scarlet Witch-esque, you know, she's going to have all all the abilities, the Mm -hmm. kind of paranormal aspect to her, the, the witch aspects yeah, exactly. of her yeah. so i'm really excited about what that'll bring because like i feel like we haven't really seen all of her powers like she has like this weird telekinesis thing yeah she she, she's, has, she like... has the function to me of 11 in stranger things yeah yeah it's like exactly what she is right now yeah and uh, i definitely think that there's more layers to her power just like I think there there's is more you layers can tell. to 11's powers exactly but that's neither here nor there um, I like how they set it up though because they have WandaVision coming out spring 2020 sometime and then the release date for the Doctor Strange movie is May 7th 2021 so it's like, oh so it'll be like they'll be yeah, right be ba- there it'll be bang bang okay that's cool I wonder I'm really <coughs> excited to see how they tie it all together like with the TV series yeah yeah me too so like you know like with WandaVision that's gonna be like you said, right at the mm-hmm. same time as Doctor Strange. So, is the movie going to be important to that? Or I, is I assume like... that they just make they they'd make some clear assumptions in the movie about events in the series. But I don't think know if that they'll if they'll do too much like 
explicit that you have to watch. Yeah, like, because they, they'd alienate too many people. Yeah, they would. Watch, they would. That's true. Buy the Disney streaming service. Just the same way as they have done with Agents of Shield. And yeah, exactly. The Marvel like, movies. You don't. I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily need to know anything about Agents of Shield to understand what's happening in the broader not at all. MCU. And you don't necessarily need to mm-hmm. know the things happening in the broad MCU to understand yeah, Agents of Shield. Exactly. So yeah, I'm assuming they'll probably go the same route as that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Next up, we have Loki coming also spring 2021. Which uh, is going to be dope. It's going to be dope. You want to explain the storyline there? So, Loki, in Avengers Endgame, he received his scepter back with the Tesseract and was able to make off with it. That timeline is going to be the basis of the Loki series. And that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. I love that they, like, <clears throat> at first I really hated that they introduced time travel. But now I really it love opens it. up so many things. Yeah, because it's just like look like look at the CW series. Have you seen the Flash, right? Yeah. Okay, so like if you look at like how CW like their like little universe, what they're doing with the that, Arrowverse is what that's the called. Arrowverse. Yeah. Uh, when they introduced time travel with the Flash, that opened up the possibility for an entire new show. Now you've got DC Legends of Tomorrow, and then yeah. they introduced the multiverse. Like along with that, that gives you Supergirl. That gives you like uh just like a whole bunch of other shit like in the yeah. flash show itself yeah like I, I feel like building off of that like that way with time travel was something that was like very pre-planned about end game so that they could do all of this. oh yeah it had to be like yeah. just the fact that they that was such a little thing in the end game movie because like it was like loki made off with the tesseract uh-huh. and they were like well shit guess we got to find a different way and they just totally forgot about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did so like the only reason they did that was so that they could have Loki get his own series, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think is amazing. Yeah, like exactly. they, they're just putting all these little nuggets and things yeah. to build on. And it's like the, the two key th- you just need the multiverse. You need time travel. They did the multiverse with Doctor Strange back in his mo- in, back in his movie, and then they did time travel. And now that they've got like an entire universe of shit that they could do. God, it's so cool. It's so cool. I, I want to see them do. Um, like obviously, I know a version of this just happened with this fight with the animated movie for Spider Man, but like a version of like all the char- like Spider-verse. all the same. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see them do that like in the MCU. That would be dope. I don't think Into the Spider Verse was in the MCU. Right? No, it's Sony. Okay. It's Sony owned, so yeah. it's like with the original Spider Man trilogy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, dude. <sighs> the next after Loki, we get What If. What What was that again? That was an animated series oh, in which yeah, yeah. all of the Marvel characters who have ever existed will be returning mm-hmm. as voices i'm stoked <laughs> I, they can do like if you get Animation. the nostalgia factor right if you oh. get the nostalgia factor right oh you can make these animated series something fucking crazy i love animated series me too and if they're catered <clears throat> specifically to adults which i'm really hoping yeah. this animated series will be not uh-huh. like necessarily adults but like teenage to adults like where we are right now Mm -hmm. like that'll be perfect oh yeah because that that opens up another just massive world of possibilities like they can do whatever the fuck they want with that show it doesn't even have to be connected to this world because it's animated it can be literally anything they want to be some random and that's how they've historically made like when they do universes of superheroes they'll just do like animated series and it'll just be kind of like there like these events happened Let's just call it the animated universe. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, you know, it's different, but it's still, like, happening. Uh, 
The Batman animated series is actually one of my favorite, like probably my favorite cartoon of all time. Dude, the original Justice League. Oh yeah, that shit was that was my shit. Yeah, that. I I just wish they still made shit like that. Like I know, even like, like, but like, here's the thing that opens up like the conversation of like, is it our nostalgia that made it so good? It is, or is it it like like, actually that good? I I think it's it's both. It was actually that good, and our nostalgia make it makes it even feel better. But because of that, if they did it, there's no reason why it wouldn't be great and why people wouldn't watch. That's true, exactly. Like I don't understand, like. I, I don't really feel like they make too many superhero animated shows now that aren't watered down solely for kids. Yeah, the because I'll come across them on Netflix every once in a while mm-hmm. where I'll like search up something and I'll be like, oh, dope, and then mm-hmm. it'll be like PG. <laughs> I mean, maybe the problem was in the past they were putting too many adult themes in these cartoons, but like I mean, like that doesn't mean you can't make it. Like that yeah, just exactly. means don't air, don't like market it to kids. Perfect. Ah, Perfect. Man. Next we have the Hawkeye. Uh, series. I'm I'm not it's, gonna lie. The Hawkeye storyline is probably my least favorite. I'm the least intrigued by it up until Endgame. Uh-huh. Endgame was when I was like, oh shit, finally. This yeah. dude's being something like uh-huh. exciting. Cause he used to, I mean like I, I appreciated his character. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah. I was against always, it. Yeah, exactly. I've always liked the Hawkeye character, but they actually said that uh, the series will handle mostly with his time as Ronan. So the the one that you saw at the beginning of Endgame, that's the Hawkeye that they'll be looking at mostly. Oh. And then he apparently starts to train uh, his younger apprentice. I can't remember what her name is. Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Kate Bishop. I think. Uh, who like in the future goes on to like join the uh, Young Avengers or whatever. Uh, but he, that'll be like what's happening in the series. So. I think they could do something really cool. Oh, I think they absolutely yeah. could and do I'm, something really cool. I'm with glad it. that uh, uh, what's his name, the actor, Jeremy uh, Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. I'm glad that he's coming back to do like something. I am else. too because I love Jeremy Renner. Yeah, he, he's. He, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, don't get me wrong. Loved the character, loved <laughs> uh-huh. the actor, but like his storyline up to this point has been kind of moot for me. Like yeah. it's just been kind of. Eh. Yeah. And it, then with the end game, they had him as Ronan, and I was really confused why they had like a very temporary, mm-hmm. just. I was like he was a bad guy for like two seconds and then he was good again so that makes a lot more sense Mm -hmm. them building off of that character for the series Mm -hmm. because that's exciting yeah that could be really cool I think it is too and like I guess this shows like I feel like a lot of these series are gonna give way to even more series oh yeah they will and things like they're gonna they aren't stopping they know what they're doing oh yeah like this shit they know what they're doing yeah, they they plan this shit out like to the fucking T. Like, like every word. Every <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Next, the next big movie release that we have is Thor. Oh, love, love and, and thunder. thunder. Bro. If that doesn't make you just feel like I don't even like Bro, dick me dead and bury me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what telling you. Dick me dead and bury me Wouldn't pregnant. You have to dick you alive to bury you pregnant? Nope. <laughs> 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 okay okay <laughs> thor love and thunder this logo beautiful the name beautiful, beautiful. chris hemsworth beautiful <laughs> tessa thompson beautiful <laughs> everything about this fucking movie is beautiful, beautiful. you got natalie portman beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> you got take away titi beautiful <laughs> duh god i love this shit yeah i love this, this is shit. gonna be uh, and just like Looking at what they did with Ragnarok, like what that, and Takeaway T, I think is his name was I don't know how to pronounce it, uh-huh. but 
he was the director for Ragnarok, and he's returning as the director oh. for Love and Thunder. And I am so yes. excited. Yeah, he's no. also Korg. The, the dude made of, like, rocks who was hanging out with Thor in oh, Endgame. Oh, shit. He's the director of the Thor movies? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> no, but I think this movie is going to be fucking insane. If you can think of a more aesthetically pleasing superhero name, let us know. Because we'll eat that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, m- m- my bet's on you can't, so... Thor, Love, and Thunder, that shit is beautiful. Beautiful. Like, just, ah, uh, it's gonna be, like... Oh, man. And they're going to introduce Natalie so, Portman yeah, as the female Thor. They are, which I think is going to be a really interesting twist that they're doing with, like... That could be giving... another build onto a new series. Mm-hmm. I just like the premise of the idea that they're really debunking this idea that, like... Well, one, they're adding fuel to the fire that uh, of the idea that anybody is worthy of being Thor. This, yeah, any, of being a god, anybody can be the super. Quote. Anybody can be a superhero. You know, like they yeah. say it in Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's it, why I don't need know? this uniform. <laughs> We're all heroes, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're also like getting moving away from this idea that like Thor is this this all powerful god, which never made sense to me because I was like yes Thor is super powerful but he's from a different planet he's not yeah. of a different plane you know? yeah exactly like he's just a he's just a, a, a person he's just a, a dude yeah he's just a dude and they showed he's that in Endgame they showed him having real emotions mm-hmm. and like he obviously fell into a really deep depression he was yeah. my favorite favorite character really? of Endgame by yeah. like a lot and I love that even when he became like Thor like at his most powerful in Endgame where he got his whole uniform on he uh-huh. summoned Mjolnir and shit and like he was still the chubby dude with the big beard like yeah. I don't know I yeah. I don't know if I was expecting him to go back to like this giant buff dude I, I, I kind of was for some I was reason. too but then like he did it and I was like oh okay okay I mean, yeah I guess like, that's fine I was like that makes sense <laughs> and I was like I was actually really for it too because like uh-huh. it showed him just like being normal like yeah, it wasn't it like he wasn't godly anymore. Yeah, you know? exactly. It was just like he's a person who has, you know, the powers bestowed unto him uh, that we are all aware of. But other than that, like, he's just a normal superhero. Just a dude. Just, yeah. just a guy being a dude, you know? Just a guy being a dude. That's that's all we can do in this in this world. That is planning, or, or supposed to come out, though, November 2021. Ah, I'm ecstatic. I am ecstatic. And, uh... Kevin Feige said that that would be the end of Phase 4. But we have uh, some more confirmed announcements. We got uh, we got Blade starring Blade. Mahershala Ali, who we also talked about earlier. Yes, that'll be that'll be interesting. I, I didn't actually dig the Blade movies, the old ones. With I Wesley just, Snipes? Yeah, I was just not into like 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 that sort those sorts of movies when those were out like, yeah they're, they're pretty like gruesome and like like bloody and gory dark and, and yeah yeah i was just I, I really wasn't into that i've never actually gone back and watched them but it's been a while since i've watched the blade movies really yeah but i'm i'm excited because i love i like mahershala ali and uh-huh. uh i've heard that the blade like the character of blade could open up a lot of possibilities for the mcu really just like in terms of bringing him in to mm-hmm. like other events and bringing villains from the blade series into mm-hmm. just everywhere like it it could open up a lot of doors just like anything that they're doing oh yeah. you know yeah i wonder if this will have an impact like black panther him picking uh, mahershala ali i feel it like could be like that, it could like, be mahershala ali is a very outspoken like and very dude. very well respected yeah actor activist yeah. just kind of everywhere 
And did you see the tweets that like if you thought people if you yeah. thought uh, people were obnoxious for Black Panther, just wait till Blade gonna be having a cookout in the parking lot. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. But you know that could happen because Blade still does have that recency though of, of having had the Wesley Snipes version that a lot of people now who will go see in this see this Blade movie loved that version of Blade yeah exactly. As well. So they're gonna be like they're gonna be like Fuck oh yes. man it's got Mahershala Ali. He's Gotta better than Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also got a confirmed Fantastic Four coming we back. Do. We got confirmed uh, X Men at some point. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm. Uh, wasn't there another? I feel like there was another. Um, we got Ant Man, Black Panther. Ant Man, Black Panther Two. Uh, I think there will be, there will definitely be another Spider Man movie. Oh, Captain Marvel Two. Um, there's one more Spider Man movie on Tom Holland's contract. I think he'll sign a new one. I'm sure he's, he will he's too. He's too so young. young. He's like too he, young. And I'm assuming he will want to. Like, if you're fucking Spider Man, I, yeah, I want to play Spider Man forever. That's what I'm like, saying. <laughs> like, I, if I'm Tom Holland, like, I am milking this bitch until the wheels fall off. And when they do, probably a lot of this series will be over. So then I can move on to something and be, be like scot free, clear. Been getting paid millions of dollars by Marvel. Like, what, what, like the checks will never stop it's coming. It's a good for scenario him. to be in. And like, and like <laughs> as long as he's Spider Man, Zendaya's always gonna be with him. <laughs> so what more do you need? They're gonna kill Mary Jane. They can't. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> Damn. We need to go maybe she died in Far From Home. We don't know. We, we don't know yet. It. We're gonna go see it. <laughs> yeah. Here in about forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll come back with the update after that too. Yeah, we will for sure. But uh I am so excited. Yeah. I am so excited. Me too. I cannot wait. It's going to be epic. Marvel, you're doing shit right. You're Last thing right. you need... The, the next thing you need to do is figure out how to get Keanu Reeves in. <laughs> <laughs> Rope him That's in. That's a fact. Rope him in somehow. <laughs> uh, dick me dead, bury me pregnant. Next, <laughs> next segment. <laughs> Live action Lion King. Yeah, you know? Didn't hit how I expected it to. Did you go see it? I did not. <laughs> but I, I feel like I have enough information to make that decision. I, I do too. Like, I've seen clips. Like, the shit they released yeah. before the movie came out, I mm-hmm. was like, all right, mm-hmm. that's good for me. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's like you realize, like, the, the, like a live action Lion King. Like, it's, it's ob- none of it's obviously live action. It's yeah, obviously. All CGI, but. Uh, but it's like, when, when they made the announcement two years ago or whatever, the cast for it, you're just like, oh shit, it's, it's fucking stocked. Like, I gotta go see it. Yeah. Then, like, the time comes and the movie comes out, and you're like, well, I'm not actually gonna see any of these actors. I just hear their voices. And then I'd also be seeing a movie that I've seen before. If there's anything uh, that you should be excited about because of this Lion King movie, it's the album that just released. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the most exciting part uh-huh. of it for me. Like, I have no desire to see the movie. Yeah. I will. I like. It, I support the shit out of Beyonce, like, Donald Glover, all of them, yeah. Seth Rogen. I love them. But, like, mm-hmm. dude, I've seen this movie. I feel like my problem <laughs> is it's, it's just, like, like, Lion King is not meant for people our age. And so, like... I feel like th- their picking of character was characters or actors. I mean, was to try to like appeal to an older fan base mm-hmm. uh, and like get people who were like watching The Lion King when it, it first came out to be like, oh yes, go crazy again. But it's like, it's The Lion King. It's just not what we're looking for, you know. Yeah, like, it's uh, I, certain, I mean, certain I liked, adults, obviously. I liked The Lion King. Yeah, I I liked the original <coughs> Lion King a lot because Actually, I think the animation. Like, they used the animation to benefit the story. Like, you can show a lot more emotion on a cartoon animal than you can with an actual animal. So, like, 
like Mufasa's death being in HD. Yeah. Like it's not gonna. I mean, like. Nah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like watching fucking Animal Planet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Basically. watching Animal Planet, but the animals can talk. You know, <laughs> the animals can talk. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to put it. it, it my, my problem also is kind of I just I I, I didn't love the Lion King or it's like oh, really? original stuff. So, like yeah. I, I I think it's good. It's a fine Disney movie, but it's like to me I never really understood why it was so such a classic. Like it's it seemed like a. Like a huge, yeah, huge it's like thing. The Lion King, like yeah. it's, it's like a, a Disney pinnacle. Like I think it's a good story, but like I just never was like you know crazy about Lion King. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, I'm just I'm not a fan of all the live actioning. Yeah, you know I too. mean like if you want to if you want to do a live action version of these movies. Mm-hmm. Make them a brand new story. Yeah. Do not give me the same movie I saw 20 years ago. Exactly. Obviously, I didn't see it 20 years ago. But well, everybody yeah. saw it 20 years ago. <laughs> and just... But with, like, people. But with, like, people. Yeah. And, and they had such a, a, a cool cast. Like, I feel like they could have done something really interesting if they did a story. Like, a, to- a like, whole Like, what if story. they did, like... What if they did The Lion King... But, like, with humans, if that makes sense. Like, the same story, or, like, a similar story, but did it in, like, real-world circumstances. Mm. Like, they changed the story in places they need to, obviously, to make them human. And make yeah. the aspects more, like, Real make it like a a government or a, a society yeah. that's trying to fight for their king or yeah. something. Like, do something like that, that. Make it more interesting to me. But, like, don't give me the same story. It's yeah. just gonna... Yeah. It's just... That to me is like Disney flaking on their obligation of having monopoly on this shit. Like yeah. that's just you're just bringing in money because you can, and I, I get uh-huh. that it's a business, but like fuck. Yeah, it, it's weird because, and I also feel like, like the, like the Lion King itself could have been something, like. I feel like it, or I feel like it was what it was. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like from there, Disney can continue making movies like The Lion King, but they have to innovate. They have to do new shit. And yeah. I don't know if they've done a ton of new shit in that realm, at least like the the kind of children's story sort of area. Well, they've been doing pretty good. And have they been doing new stuff? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, they just did Toy Story four. They uh, they. Well, okay. So like, what I mean by that is like. They're just using these old. Things oh, okay, okay. Well, and that, continuing it like. Well, it's hard for me a to new, it, like new toy Toy Story like yeah. starting new series like they've been doing Toy Story for twenty years. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. You got you got to stop milking that goat eventually. It's going on thirty. Shit! Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I think I think Toy Story one came out in like ninety two. God. We're coming up damn. on thirty years since God Toy Story damn. was released. That is crazy. But uh. It's hard for me to differentiate between, like, Pixar and DreamWorks and all that shit. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what is yeah, Disney and yeah, what's not. True. So, like, I know that they're having good children's animated movies, yeah. but I don't know if they are Disney. Because I, like, I fuck with Trolls heavy. <laughs> that movie is good. Um, I know, like, I know Frozen gets memed a lot, but that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I haven't watched it much since I watched it, uh-huh. like, the first time, but it was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, a, a live-action remake that I am actually kind of excited for is Mulan that one looks great because they're changing it mm-hmm. like like we just talked about mm-hmm. they're changing it because the original story was actually kind of offensive <laughs> <laughs> so like they're redoing it and they're getting rid of Mushu which I mean like I liked Mushu but I get it yeah it's not important 
necessarily. Yeah. If, if they're going to change the story, I am all for it. It's just, it's a new Mulan. And, yeah. like, that's dope. Let's exactly. do shit like that. Right. You know, like, if they would have done Aladdin, like, with the same characters, but they'd given me a brand new story, mm-hmm. I'd be all in. Like, and then I didn't see Beauty and the Beast either. Mm-hmm. Or I, I did. I tried. Yeah. I got through, like, an hour of it, and I was like, fuck, dude, I can't do this. Oh, this shit. is This is... It's the same story, just with real people. And yeah. that's just, ah, it's annoying. It's, it's, it is annoying. In that, like, this is a trend with Disney stories, apparently, is them trying to revive these old classics. But I just feel like if you are Disney, you you can't, you've made your bread off of those. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta you got to continue doing shit that makes you Disney. And I feel like they're completely capable of that. Like, oh, they absolutely are. They have the money. They have the... I mean, the, they did it once. The Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like if they did it once, they can do it. Before, they can do it again. They have like they have the monopoly that Disney owns. Like gives them access to like everything, literally everything. Something that nobody else can say. So it's like you got to set the bar very high for your for you, like your success. And in a lot of ways, they do, but they're being too safe about how they go about executing that success. I agree. And th- like the thing is, they have the money to. Bomb. Yeah. Like once. Yeah, they do. They, fuck, they have the bomb. They have the money to bomb twice. Like <laughs> they can do anything they fucking want. They yeah. can put out anything they want. And if the movie bombs, fuck. Okay, exactly. that didn't work. Yeah. So like, put out original shit. And like, it's like, let's dude, do this. like, so like, let's take Star Wars for example. I feel like they've done great work with Star Wars. But I do it's too. Because that they're continuing the story of Star Wars, necess- like in a very different way, different actors, and they aren't like re like hashing these characters that we already know they're introducing us to new ones and then saying yes the star wars story is not over exactly like they're with this new star wars movie coming out it's the like they're this is it this is yeah. the official end of mm-hmm. everything we've known before yeah like there is no more skywalker there is no more mm-hmm. leia there is no more han solo yeah like this is it and then we're starting a whole new thing and that's exciting mm-hmm. keep doing shit like that but with everything, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't these animated movies from our past all exist in the same realm? Why can't yeah. we have, like, a movie where they team up and, like, there's new stories with them but live yeah, action? That could be like, that could be fun. Like, uh-huh. let's, like, just, that's right off the top of my head, obviously. Like, yeah. you, can do, you can do anything. Yeah. Because you fucking have, you can do anything. You, you know? can do anything. You're I'm not Disney. usually, I'm not usually do one anything. to, like, I'm not one to usually complain about shit when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. But, like, I I just don't have much interest. You yeah, know? like yeah. it's, you know, it's it's uh, hmm, it's weird. I I wonder. Also, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. The musical aspect of it did kind of take me out too from Lion King. Oh yeah, because I was just kind of like, I mean, I can just go listen to these people's like actual music, <laughs> <laughs> and not some like bullshit sing songy Disney shit. That and that's why. To do. And that's why I'm. That's why I'm more interested in the soundtrack than I yeah. was the actual yeah, movie. Exactly. It's like, because I like the original songs. I like Akuna Matata. I mm-hmm. like all the songs that they did in Aladdin and mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. I'm excited for and all that shit. I'm excited to hear the new takes on those mm-hmm. songs. Like, that's just fun. Like, it's... And, yeah. I, I, I also wonder, though, with these movies, if it's, it seems like they're trying to be, if they're trying too hard to be, like, politically correct right now. And, like, get on that the good side of the, the, the liberal snowflakes, you know? That's fair. I mean... Like, they had, like, a predominantly black cast for Lion King. Uh, they had Will Smith playing uh, the genie in Aladdin. They're doing a more, like, like 
non-orientalist uh, view of Mulan. Uh, like it, it's like it seems like they're just trying to to clean up, you know, where they might have fucked up in the past. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> it does seem like they're trying to clean up where where they have fucked up, but I also view it like this is good for like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for like the kids now like these live action movies that's the part of it that mm-hmm. we aren't really factoring in like the kids now will grow up on the live action versions yeah. not the cartoon versions so like them seeing a black little mermaid and them seeing a politically correct Mulan mm-hmm. like that's that's good like yeah. these are all good things for the generation that's to come yeah uh but for us i guess I guess we've been looking at this wrong now that I say it like that. Because, like, now I'm thinking, like, well, fuck it. Maybe these movies aren't for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I think that's already true. But I, are they? Like, it seems like they want it seems like they want older people to be interested in it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done the castings the way they did. Well, I think the reason... The thing is, like, us older people and the people older than us... The ones that are like my parents' age and who have mm-hmm. kids and stuff like that, they'll be more intrigued to go see these movies because of the cast, but they'll be willing to take their kids to them because they know the story. Hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like it, it, it's appealing to all levels here. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I kind of get it. <laughs> I've talked myself into this a little bit. I mean, obviously, I I, I probably won't go see it just because like I'm not. I'm, like I said, I'm, earlier, not, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, not interested. Yeah. yeah, I'm not interested. But like, I'd understand why people younger than me absolutely would yeah so like i mean that makes sense Uh, yeah i i I still get that too um yeah i mean i just i guess we are kind of griping about the fact that they aren't making something for us but yeah exactly and then like like after that i was like damn (laughs) (laughs) but that you know that's fine yeah because it's really it should be for us because you know lion king came out during our time exactly it's our movie you gave it to us Fuck you. Fuck you, Disney. You're <laughs> fucking up. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, the live-action remakes uh, got mixed feelings. Got <laughs> mixed feelings, for sure. I, I was really against you, them at you the beginning of the them. segment, and ten you, minutes later, you know what? Fuck it. You can do them. We just we just asked that you do them correctly. I heard Aladdin flopped hard. I uh, I didn't go see it or anything. Uh, I actually didn't hear it flopped. Really? I heard it. I don't know how it did in box office and stuff. It might mm-hmm. have actually flopped, but, like... I've heard it was actually a decent take on Aladdin. Yeah, no, I so I heard that it flopped, but it wasn't a bad movie necessarily. Oh, yeah. And uh, Will Smith also said that this was, like, one of his favorite movies that he's ever did. So when he says that about something, you know it can't be bad. Exactly. Um, just kind of looking for some uh, uh, stuff about these movies. It looks like they're, they're actually selling pretty well. Um, 531 million globally between, uh, er, uh, no, actually just The Lion King so far. Aladdin and Spider-Man each are near 1 billion globally. Wow. So, there's, it's, it's fucking Disney. They can't bomb. Yeah, so like, like yeah, they, they don't bomb. Yeah. That's the point. Like, you can put out anything you fucking want. Yeah. You are Disney. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, I'm. Yeah. I wonder, was The Jungle Book um, Disney as well? I believe it was, yeah. I wonder if this is them, like, they've been doing this for a while now. But I remember people had a lot of problems with The Jungle Book movie. I I actually wrote a uh, review of The Jungle Book for The Jag in high school. The Jag. Shout out to Jag. 
Uh, yeah, hopefully Mr. McCleary isn't listening because I totally didn't see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew that. I, I read I read a bunch of reviews. I did my research, obviously. Yeah. I didn't just like base it all off one review. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I looked at a bunch of reviews. I looked at I I basically read scene by scene so, so what, type what, what stuff. So what was your favorite scene? Uh, I don't know. I never saw it. Never saw it. You know. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> It was, uh, it was, I've heard it's good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, all the reviews collectively that I, I read, it was good. It was a good movie. Mm, okay. Fair enough. You know, let, let's be honest though. Like this part of Disney, we're just generally not interested in anymore at all. Yeah. Like, and, uh, we want like, you know, Marvel shit. We want Star Wars. We want. And I'd be cool if they did these like live action like, if they did these stories that mm-hmm. they did back with Lion King and Aladdin, like, those types of stories, your battery died. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'd be cool if they did, like, these types of stories and they did them live action. Like, mm-hmm. but do, do new, you know? Yeah, like why not? Like, I'm cool with all these animal CGI movies and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, that's not what turned me off about this. Yeah. It's the fact that it is the movie I've already seen. Yeah, exactly. It's like you want them to, con- like, you want to, you want new shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, when Lion King first came out, that was completely new. Well, they had the book, obviously, I guess. But, like, like when the movie came out, that was a new, that like, a way new of movie. telling that yeah. story. Uh, when you just put out another movie with the same story exactly like when you read a good book yeah you can be like yeah I want this to be made into a movie because you want the visualization yeah when they do a live action take on an animated movie you already have the visualization Mm -hmm. it's just the same movie yeah exactly (laughs) and slightly higher quality resolution higher quality resolution actually by now (laughs) but yeah you know what Disney it's our I mean like go watch Lion King if it pleases you let me know how it goes support support the artists in it yeah, obviously. obviously i love them i love most of the cast of that oh, no, movie the, like it's the all cast amazing is absolutely stacked but you know make something new <laughs> make something new innovate create this is the pity bloom podcast keeping you awake in your dreams fuck yeah what <laughs> <laughs> wait what what the fuck does that mean so we just got back from the 710 showing of spider-man far from home along with the leaky ceiling yeah, there was a leaky ceiling in our theater, and I was scared shitless that in the middle of the movie bullshit. because I thought something was about to explode <laughs> in our theater. <laughs> no, honestly, I did. I was like, is there some sort of witchcraft happening right now? Like, I, I like, mean, we were already watching a little bit freaky of a movie. Yeah, it was uh-huh. already kind of putting me on edge with all the mysterious shit going on in the middle. Yeah, exactly. And then all, I, all of a sudden, I hear... <laughs> it's like... You don't know what you're seeing, and then I'm just like, what, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, because like, I look over because I thought it was going to be a person like mm-hmm. tapping their hand on the seat. Yeah. And then I thought it was uh, uh, an explosive of some sort. And then <laughs> I was like, oh shit, someone's making popcorn in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and now the, like, there was no like other like information we had to draw a logical conclusion what was, was funny happening. though is me and you figured Other out at that. the same time yeah. what was happening yeah, I don't I it was because the movie got all of a sudden a little brighter and then we saw it was like a tarp and we were like <laughs> 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 we both looked up simultaneously and we were like oh okay that's, that's yeah we were like okay oh, that's cool 
I'm, I'm glad I missed a good five minute chunk of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just sitting there. I was like, I, was, I don't know how I'm gonna watch this. Like, what the fuck? I was like, really nervous about it. <laughs> I was. Okay. But Spider-Man: Far From Home. Now to thoughts. the main event. <laughs> thoughts. Ah, shit was amazing. If you don't check it out, I, you must hate yourself in some way. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a punishment onto yourself if you have not witnessed this movie. Like this, if you thought Marvel was done. You're wrong. You're, you're flat out you're wrong. You're just wrong. Bruh. Bruh. Oh. <laughs> this movie easily and abundantly, far and away, my favorite solo Marvel movie they've done. And that is saying a lot. They've had some good, they've had good, some good solo movies. movies. Yeah. Like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. I like Civil War. That was one of my Civil favorites. War was a great movie, but like I, I'm really hesitant to call that a solo movie. Nah. Technically it That's is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was like such te- a good just movie. Yeah. It was basically an Avengers add-on. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, like I loved Captain America Winter Soldier, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel was amazing. So, like, this blew all those out of the water for yeah. me. Like, this was amazing. It was easily the most, like, entertaining from the outset, like, of all of those movies. I feel like when they, like, like Marvel has, like, this formula that they use when they, when they like, make these movies, obviously. But I feel like they're, like, kind of tweaking that formula a little bit and, like, playing with, like, how the story like how you expect the story to happen on screen and playing with that natural progression yeah. so that you still get something that's satisfying but it's something that like y- keeps you on edge it's it's keeping you it, like it's continually grabbing you being like what's going to happen next like exactly. where are they going with this and that like this movie with all the the scenes with Mysterio performing like the illusion in the middle of it where they like pop up on like a field of some sort mm-hmm. with a bunch of mirrors and they're like they run at each other and Spider-Man can't get the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like that shit was like a little freaky. It it was super freaky. I and was I, like I was like, I was on edge. I wasn't freaked out, uh-huh. but I was on edge and it really excites me for what the fuck's going to happen in Doctor Strange Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. That is going to be amazing because the cinematography and the CGI and all of the Oh yeah. Effort into this movie was like perfect. Yeah. It I, was. It was amazing. They really created something that was like big and grand and I feel like they went like that's what they wanted too because that's why uh you you see them like traveling all over Europe like these hot like vacation spots and shit and like they host a Spider-Man movie like this. Like that's not a conventional way to do your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Who, no is, you know, a 16-year-old kid. Like that's just like not something that you expect. But they pull it off. They, uh, this Spider-Man movie was way better than Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I mean, like I liked so Homecoming. Yeah. I liked Homecoming. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was a, it was a good Marvel movie. You know, mm-hmm. this was an amazing Marvel. This movie. felt like a Spider-Man film. Like it like, literally felt like like you can say what you want about Tobey Maguire, say what you want about Andrew Garfield. They were Spider-Man movies. Like you could feel it as soon as like it came on. Like. Oh, this is a this Spider-Man, is Spider-Man movie. movie. And like Homecoming, I feel like they tried to get rid of that, like try to go their own way, and yeah, they did. It didn't, it... And in some ways, that's good, and that's fine. But this one, you can tell, especially with like those those scenes where they got him just swinging around New York. Yes, that's my they favorite. They were going to the, that was my favorite, Spider-Man movie. and it felt so it, like it felt so good to watch him just swing around buildings. Yeah, it he was really just did. hanging out. Yeah, like. When uh, it reminded me of the video game that just came out, the the Spider-Man video game, because I oh, fun- yeah. I played the shit out of that when it came out. Do you have it? 
I, I don't have it. I had it down in college because my uh, oh Tillman had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but dude, it just felt so. It felt so Spider Man, yeah. like you said. That's like what I was thinking earlier. I just didn't say it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know if people will get that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you, it's a Spider Man film. We gotta make I, it Spider Man. I'm like, so happy you just said that because I was like, it felt yeah. like Spider Man. I and don't know. How like, to I, I love that, that about like feeling that feeling at this point in the series because I don't think his story is nearly over. And like, just to be where they are with this Spider Man, like, there is a ton of opportunity and like potential like success that I think Spider-Man has down the future. Oh, God, it was so good. Uh, do you have any uh, favorite parts in the movie in mind, specifically? Mm. It's so hard. We just yeah. came out of the movie, so it's yeah. like... Oh, man, you know, like, I, this mysterious... Like, I don't know what it is with Marvel and villains, but they get that shit right. He like, was a good villain. They, they know how to... Like, they don't make a one-dimensional villain anymore like Mm-mm. that's just not a thing he had his angle and when he was speaking to his like mm-hmm. group at the beginning you were like okay i kind of get it exactly like and that's the thing that's the very thing about thanos you're like even if i don't like it i like, kind of get it makes sense like and, that's and that was like, the same with thing with uh, killmonger kill, yeah and Black killmonger. Panther. Like, they it's just, just like, like i don't know villain. if i agree but it makes sense yeah like, like I, I can understand your cause from. yeah and it's just like the way i don't know this speaks a lot to like you know, in general, what it means to be labeled a villain. Mm-hmm. Because when you're labeled a villain, you're put, even a hero on the inverse of that, you're, you're given this one-dimensional uh, definition, this one-dimensional di- meaning to who you are as a person. And that's never the case. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like, like, when, a, like, we don't understand, we often ostracize certain people based off of qualities of their actions, due to the fact that we've labeled them a certain way but like Mm -hmm. marvel is going about telling real life stories by kind of bucking that tradition and being like these are real people with real motives and real problems that are just as legitimate as any other problem yeah it's not a question of of like why you are the way that you are even though it's important it's a question of how you why are you the way that you are (laughs) 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 sorry michael scott But it's it, it's a question of how you go about solving your problem and mm-hmm. uh, fixing your situation uh, to be better, you know, better yourself and better everyone around you. And Marvel has, I think, they have great messaging and a, a great idea when it comes. They to, do. They they do such a great that. job. Uh, one of my favorite dynamics of the film was between Peter's best friend and his girlfriend. <laughs> for the trip <laughs> yeah. just, just for the trip they got yeah. back and they were like sometimes people grow apart yeah. it doesn't mean they've changed it just, <laughs> just means they've grown <laughs> it just means they've grown you are so wise <laughs> <laughs> and he's just Peter's just like what the fuck and you're like Jesus what the fuck did like, I miss <laughs> yeah. it was just so good and I love Zendaya yeah Zendaya killed this role. She didn't she did. die. She did. She didn't die she like didn't. we were worried about I swear earlier. God, if they would have killed, oh my god! This kind of makes me want to go see, like, just watch Euphoria, like, just because. I know like, because, like, like Zendaya. I, like, I like, thought that when I was watching it, I was like, man, I love anything Zendaya. Yeah, doing. I know. You know. Like, she's a great actor, but if I'm gonna be honest, I didn't, I didn't like really how they took, like, this MJ Peter Parker route. It didn't make the most sense to me. I don't feel like they like. It was, uh, yeah, I think they definitely could have developed that a mm-hmm. little bit more, but it also kind of makes sense because they're actually attacking it as if it was two high school kids. Yeah, they're not attacking yeah. it like it was they Peter are. Parker and, uh, or it was like mm-hmm. when it was Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone yeah. when they were like 
still in high school, but they were definitely adults. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely adults. But that's kind of my problem is that they're treating it like it's two high school kids, whereas like the MJ Peter Parker relationship, and maybe this is just the beginning or whatever, but like that relationship is supposed to be like something that is like it. You know what I mean? And like that, and, they'll grow that. Like this, yeah. we just, we literally just saw the beginning. Yeah, you know? but like, so you go through most of that movie under the assumption, or you, you, yeah, under the really like that's the only assumption that you can make is that MJ likes Peter Parker because then, she knows yeah. he's Spider Man. That's the, yeah. and that I was gonna be so mad if that was like it, it because I'm like, what? Like, how I'm do you gl- develop a, a real? I'm love really relationship glad they backed that? that up when she was like, I was yeah. lying earlier. I'm I'm glad they backed it up too, but I wish they wouldn't have. Done like, it even that had way. to do that. Yeah, like, like I wish, like right from the get go. Yeah, like yeah. why even introduce that as a question in your viewer's mind, like whether or not it's it's real. I it, yeah, I think the only reason is that they're two sixteen-year-old kids. They were both nervous to tell each other how they felt. So she was like, yeah, yeah, I was just watching you because I thought you were Spider-Man. Yeah. Like that's. But I mean, also like the I don't know if they did enough of the, of the 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 growing close part of MJ and Peter, because yeah. they were kind of just like. They, they knew each other. Yeah. They would say things to each other. They were cool. They would talk every, like, you know, once in a while. But it wasn't ever anything that you could start to think would be romantic. That's it was just kind of like, oh, I, I like MJ. And I guess MJ was like, oh, I, I like Parker. But, like, you don't you don't see yeah. that. Like, uh, or Peter, I called him Parker. Yeah, you called him Parker. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh, maybe she's calling him by his last name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she probably does call him by his last name. <laughs> But like I, I don't know I I think I don't know if that was the best route to take I, I'm sh- it'll be fine you know moving forward but I I kind of wish it was different I like how uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie was when at the end when he gets her the black dahlia like she shows him that she got it and he was like mm-hmm. and they both like simultaneously we were like because of the murder yeah. <laughs> was yeah. like, like that's the sweet thing yeah because of the murder <laughs> murder. <laughs> I brought you mur, murder, Judas. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, what about the uh, okay. Nick Fury no, stuff? I How actually you... remember my, I think what I think my favorite part was. All right, lay it on me. Just in general. I like how they, like, I typically feel like I wouldn't like something like this because it's kind of beating a dead horse. Like, this is, you could see this coming from a mile away, really. But the duality that they're doing between Tony Stark and Peter Parker. Oh, like, dude. Like, the whole thing, like, the scene oh. with him, like, doing... Him and Happy. Bro, and like, my the... favorite moment, hands down, was when he put his arm in the he hologram put, and he was and like, shit. what are you looking at? And he was just like, he just looks over and, like, he just, like, oh, And Happy man. was, like, clearly shook up. Yeah. He was like... Happy's just, just, like... He said, you just... I'm, I'm gonna... I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, oh my heart, yeah. bro. Yeah, when was... he did that, and he was... It was just like Tony. Hey, I know. And, <laughs> like, there were so many scenes where they did that, where they would, like, show him... So, when he started, uh... Had to improvise after he got wet with his web shooters, mm-hmm. and he was just, like, figuring something out. Like, he, like, just creates a bomb, like, out of and scraps and shit, and a shield. Mm-hmm. And then they, they like, that's, that type of shit is Tony Stark. Like, yeah. that's what Tony Stark and did. And, like, he... Like, you forget that this kid is a scientific genius kid. You forget yeah. that he's more than just the Spider-Man power. Yeah. Like, he is the smartest person in mm-hmm. any given room, exactly. like Mysterio says at the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
Which that dude, like, that's that's what was so crazy is because no. I liked him at the beginning. Yeah, I I, I honestly still like. So I, I he feel was just really a little he was just a little Mysterio. mentally ill. He was you could tell he, he had was a unstable. Bit. And yeah. I, he was the type of person who I think Tony Stark would do exactly what he did and be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, you, you're just losing your shit. But, like, I get where he's coming from because as a as a person, like, to see, or, like, as an individual who takes pride in your work, you know, to see it manipulated like that and taken away from you, essentially. And then renamed Bart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was kind of nailed in the coffin. But, like... To see that happen, like that for that line right there, I think is one of the most important lines to Mysterio's character. Is never apologize for being the smartest person in the room because, because that that defined his entire story. Yeah, it was you know like we all have different motives. Like his motive was just different. And yeah, he was he like, I'll damn, never say sorry because he, I'm the he smartest. He did a damn tutor. good job at executing. Like the guy was was smart. Like, he had the shit down as to the post credit scene showed. Like, uh, like he, he was he smart. He pulled the shit off. How, let's talk about that post credit scene. Yeah. So. Mysterio outs Peter Parker for being Spider-Man while also saying that Spider-Man is actually a villain. What I'm really excited about is now we're getting into this this like real Spider-Man shit that we could feel in the the old movies that like nobody actually really fucked with Spider-Man. What do you mean? Remember like law enforcement and everybody was like always kind of hesitant to trust oh, him. Yeah. Nobody really liked him. They were just kind of like like, the kids and, like, uh-huh. the families did. But, like, everyone of authority was really hesitant mm-hmm. to... Now, we're going to get something completely new where nobody, mm-hmm. nobody trusts Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really I, yeah. interested in seeing. And I'm they brought back to a see that, too. Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, my God. I was like... Th- he popped up, and I was like, fuck I yes. was like, fuck yes. Like, he was yes. in the Toby He is McCoy. J. Jonah Jameson. You J. Jonah Jameson is not a person. It's nobody else. It's, it is it's him. whatever that actor's name is. <laughs> I can't, he's a pretty prominent actor. Yeah, he's, been, he's been in plenty of stuff. He's a, he's a character. And it's, it's yeah, it's James J. Jonah Jameson. James. Yeah, yeah. He, that's, that's just that's who it. he is. That was a... I, I'm really excited now to see where they take Spider-Man because, like, they have to deal with the fact that his identity has been exposed, and then they have to deal with the fact that everyone thinks he is a murderer. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. <laughs> and uh, like, obviously, there's going to be some way that they 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 change it so that Spider-Man can t- continue to exist. But I don't know what that change entails because I can't. I don't know. I, I'm liking this direction of them, you know, clearly placing him. <laughs> As a figurehead, like, as the figurehead that Tony was. Yeah, he's the next Iron Man. Yeah, That's he is the... the next Iron Man. And he, I think he's very capable of it. But it's like, I'm also cautious because I don't want to necessarily see that same path again. And we won't get it. They're, they're, they're smart enough. They know what they're yeah. doing. I have faith yeah. that we will yeah. not get the exact yeah, same I, I, have faith, I have faith, too. It's just, I, I'm interested to see how they get rid of, or, like, how they go go about changing the reality for these characters yeah because like the path he's on now it's a little bit more extreme than tony's <laughs> was tony was hesitant to be trusted because he was the alcoholic playboy who mm-hmm. liked to have fun yeah peter parker's a murderer <laughs> to everybody exactly. to everybody else people knew tony tony stark's name before they knew he was iron man yeah nobody knows peter parker nobody knows who this kid is exactly like, and they're all going to be led to believe these things and and you know first impressions like mean uh, an extreme amount um the way zendaya or mj looks up at the uh 
at the billboard when it's going off. Did you think she believed that? No way. No, no. They I couldn't. Know. I couldn't pick if up that. They vibe. have MJ believing Spider-Man the villain. What is really going on? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking they're gonna go a route where MJ's actually on his side. Yeah. But that was something that immediately occurred to me because I was already in full panic mode because he was like, "It's Peter Parker." I was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck." fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like when he was like, "Execute them all." And, and I knew like, that was. I knew that was gonna do something because she was like, "Do you want to execute the uh, protocols?" Da, da, da. He's like, "Yeah, execute them all." I was like, "That doesn't sound good." <laughs> I didn't think anything was gonna happen. I didn't, I didn't even expect- think anything of it. I did. I was like, "Execute." That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. That's that's weird. I didn't think anything of it. Like I'm, like after that, I was just kind of like, "Huh, all right." <laughs> execute probably not the best word choice, but fine. <laughs> Jinx. We just took a drink at the same time. You can't see. <laughs> but uh dude and then the second post cre- post credit screen uh, huh, post credit well, scene it's technically a, it the is on post credit se- screen it the, is it's in the second screen street. that showed a post credit scene scene <laughs> so <laughs> yes yes it is uh what do you what what were your thoughts on Nick Fury being a scroll this entire time at first, I was really scared. I was about to be mad. I yeah. I was gonna be like, "Wait a second, this means so much." And then like they're just joking around. I was like, "What sort of villains are you? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you don't even like you. You act like this shit is like your your your, your side job or something. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?" And uh, then they they just call call up Nick Fury, and then he's you know hobbling out from his virtual vacation at the beach, and where's my fucking shoe? They didn't say that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> if Samuel act, if where's Samuel my L. motherfucking <laughs> shoes? If Samuel L. Jackson wrote the lines, he totally said, "Oh my that. god, motherfucker!" <laughs> He'd be like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> where's my goddamn shoes?" <laughs> but uh, because he didn't, he just goes, "Where's my shoes?" Anyways, <laughs> uh, you know. That was back a, to an work. interesting twist, and I think it's it's gonna be that that seed. It's it's this is the beginning of that seed of the next couple phases. Well, the thing is, like, in uh, some way, the the scroll were really prominent in Captain Marvel, so I think obviously at that point <coughs> that's when he would have <coughs> traded in a scroll for him for a little bit yeah. just to get a vacation. Yeah, but, but isn't like, Captain Marvel set in the past? Uh, it was. It was set in 1992. Yeah. And then, uh... He can't have been a scroll since then. No, but I'm assuming he has, like, a... A good enough relationship with yeah. the scroll to be like, yeah, I'm... Mm-hmm. Take my spot for a little bit. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm bored. Okay. Fair <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, I, we have... There's a reason they put that in there, though. There's gonna be something else that goes along with yeah, that. So, exactly. like, I'm... And may- maybe there's not. Maybe it was just like, fuck it, you know? Maybe you really wanted a break. <laughs> but, uh, They're asking me, like, where, where's the Avengers? And I don't know how to respond. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I was just like, this is great. Like, because, I mean, that's true. He's just yeah, like, like he's Nick just Fury. Dude. Like, I can feel Nick Fury's pain. Like, he's the, like, he's kind of made himself this, but he's the man who has his hand on everything. Yeah. And it, it's just hard to, I feel like it's just hard to be Nick Fury. Oh, it would absolutely be hard to, to be Nick Fury, but like, he doesn't, he doesn't hate what he's doing at all. Uh-huh. You know, he's really passionate about all the shit he's doing. Oh yeah, for whatever reason, that dude is. Yeah. Nick Fury is a, a weird Nick character. Fury movie. <laughs> I I'm thinking we're headed in a direction that we might. Yeah, that. I, ooh. I, hmm. 
Like eventually, like maybe maybe, maybe it'll be is, like a, maybe they do a prequel with a different actor. Maybe this is it's like the cap to the entire Marvel cinematic. The last thing is Nick, yeah. a Nick Fury movie. Yeah, I would be happy with that. That would be too. Like way down the line. Yeah, wait, we're talking like twenty. Maybe yeah, I mean, years. I would like to. Uh, I would definitely like that. Uh, one thing about the post credit scene that was like a little alarming at first when I saw it has something to do with Agents of Shield, the show that I watched because. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to watch Agents of Shield? I was, yeah, I was planning on it. All right, then never mind. I won't say anything. I won't <laughs> okay, say anything. Okay, okay. But uh, you've already watched the first episode, and they mentioned Tahiti, right? Yeah. He was sitting on a beach, and I was kind of like, oh, what's this? Like, it, it was something that had to do with Agents of Shield that perked me up. I was like, oh. And then, was, and then so, nothing happened with so it. It was not the same thing. A, the, the, um, what's his name? Agent? Colson. Colson was in a scenario like that. Yes. Which he believes He, he was believes Tahiti. it's Tahiti. It's a magical place. He was really just in a cell, basically. You'll see. You'll see. Huh. He's not necessarily in a cell. This is very... Is Coulson a robot? There is a Coulson robot eventually. God damn it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yo, dude, I told you. That show, that show has the most audacity of any show I've ever seen. They will go places that you're like, Yo. no. No, they're not going there. You're like, no. No, they're like, no like there are moments where I'm like, fuck that. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is no. like no, and, no and, fucking way. No matter what, it is the most entertaining shit. Yo. They will just, they will just, ah, oh, dude, you have to see. Yo, that's crazy. They I have was the audacity. Like, to I'm go literally places. just like spitballing there. I was just kind of like, is there a Colson robot? Like, what the fuck? There and, like, is. It's just like they go so many different places with that show. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That but is. uh, <laughs> Spider-Man: Far From Home. <laughs> yeah. Hell. Of a film. Little respect to Colby Smulders. I love how like how she's, she's been just, like sprinkled into the MCU. What's amazing and she's is, just like blossoming now. Yeah, like Nick Fury she, and Maria Hill. She was in the first Avengers movie and I was like damn, She was in the Iron Man right. She was yeah, in the Iron Man she movies. She was and she's just been there and like she just like play reprises the same role, which is like slightly significant. Yeah, like she has She was on the first Agents of Shield episode. Like exactly. I was like they were really like planning to they keep planted her all in of her, these like, yeah, like they wanted they knew they were going to keep her as a relevant character in some way. Oh yeah, for those of you who haven't watched Agents of Shield but are very familiar with the Marvel universe, Agent Philip Coulson didn't die in the movie Avengers. <laughs> Even That's though a, Loki appeared to murder his ass. Murder the fuck. Nah, and he's still we all alive. Cried painful cries when that happened. That was the saddest thing. That was after really that movie. saddest. I was just like, like I was like, I know he was just like a, a shield agent. Yeah, but like, like goddamn, why Col? Like you gotta kill Colson. Like yeah. that guy was like gonna, he was gonna be someone in the in like in the movies and shit. You could tell, like he was. I on don't a understand path. why they did that. They could have just kept him in the show and the movies. No, like, it's because they had to build the show around. You'll see, they had they uh, had to do that for the show to work as work the way it did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh. I mean, they could have done a different show, but <laughs> but uh, it, it worked out really well, I think. And uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home is ten out of ten. One of my oh, favorite Marvel movie. movies ever. I think probably they, they second, get, I probably second how, behind. They actually game. get funnier, and it's like they don't even try to mask it as like not like not like. I, lo- I love corny that, funny. Yeah, like, I love that Peter Parker funny. referred to his dick as the web shooter. <laughs> One time, referred to his referred yeah. to his genitalia as the web shooter, <laughs> which 
has levels to it. <laughs> it has levels. There's levels to this shit. There's levels shit, to yo. this shit. <laughs> There's levels. Oh my goodness. But yes, great movie. Strongly recommend you see it. Any last thoughts, Tafaris? Uh, go Tom Holland. Go Tom Holland, dude. You are Go Tom Holland, Go Zendaya. J.K. Simmons is who plays J. Jonah. I'm about J. to Jonah tweet Jameson. about Zendaya, actually. I, I typed a tweet in my drafts during the movie. There's probably a lot of tweets it goes, that I could tweet about Zendaya. Yeah. I love Zendaya. It goes, With pretty much on. my whole heart. I'll, I'll read it. My favorite quick. people, the list goes Zendaya, Keanu Reeves, Rihanna. <laughs> Zendaya, Keanu Reeves, Rihanna. Okay. Uh, Good sandwich there. Good for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God damn. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, shout anyway, out Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Spider-Man Far From the, Home. The, Go the, check it the out. The tweet was, I'd stare at Zendaya if I saw her in real life. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally. Tweet. Like, easily. I, I don't think I'd be able to speak words. I, I, I'd be like, I, I think I, I would. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh shit! What? Oh shit! What? Do you know what right now is? What's right now? Euphoria. Euphoria is on right now. Right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. Oh my god. Sorry guys, yeah. we have to go. We got our Emmy nominations in. We do. We do. Big year. Big year. Yeah. Not gonna front. Don't watch the Emmys on a yearly basis. Or oh, I definitely like don't. That. This is the first year <laughs> I'm I'm actually interested. Uh huh. Which is. Funny because like TV's been a bigger deal to me than movies have for a while now. Yeah. So you'd think I'd actually pay attention to the Emmys. Yeah, you'd think, but like I feel like the movie award shows are really hyped up to be like a big like, deal. A big deal, yeah. Yeah, but the Emmys are no fucking joke, dude. No joke. That's the that's the pinnacle of television, you know. Indeed. Game of Thrones dominated with a record thirty-two dom- <laughs> dominations. Nominations. <laughs> <laughs> 32 nominations. That's a whole fucking lot. Yeah. And it's it's surprising considering the the, the season that we had. Yeah. They got a uh, they got That's a, a very... best writing. Best writing nomination. <laughs> okay. Like which is amazing. I, even, I love like, that. I love this season, but like I'm not even going to lie that the, oh, the writing, writing was not good. The writing was not good. It was it was writing for a specific episode. It was a writing for the last episode, yeah. the finale. Yeah. And exactly. and really the reason Game of Thrones gets all these nominations I think is more of a like this was it. Uh-huh. This was the end of Game of Thrones, the biggest television show of our decade, like one of the biggest television shows ever. So like obviously, the Emmys were gonna show out for them. Yeah, they uh, were nominated for outstanding drama series, which uh, goes alongside Better Call Saul, which is the Breaking Bad spinoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Bodyguard, starring former Game of Thrones, uh, Rob Stark. Oh really? Yes, he is. The, oh, I think I've the seen bodyguard. the trailer for that. Yeah, he I've watched. Uh, I've watched most of these outstanding drama series. We got a Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, which I mentioned earlier, uh-huh. uh, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. Are all of these HBO other than Better Call Saul and This Is Us? Uh, no, Pose I believe is FX, oh. and Ozark is Netflix. Okay. And Killing Eve is uh, BBC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a. Uh, that's a really good lineup, though. Killing mm-hmm. Eve season two, I haven't gotten all the way through it, unfortunately, because I don't have AMC. Ah. It's also available on AMC. Yeah. Uh, but 
what I have seen looks really, really good. Really? And season one was astounding. Sandra O oh is amazing. Jodie Comer, her co-star, is amazing. They have like the best on-screen chemistry I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ozark is always really intense. This second season wasn't very good, but season one—I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just—it wasn't quite yeah. as good as season one. Yeah. I heard This Is Us season three was the worst season that's happened. Are you that's, serious? That's what's nominated. I heard season. I heard This Is Us. I, I haven't seen it just because like it doesn't necessarily look interesting to me. <laughs> just like it, it, it seems very melodramatic and like it is. Just like, have you seen it? Oh yeah, I watched the first season. Okay, yeah, I heard it was like amazing though. Oh, it was. The first season was freaking amazing every episode i sat down i cried for 45 minutes <laughs> and you see like I, I just don't want to put myself through that and that's that's like, why i haven't watched four years enough <laughs> yeah like it's it's just so like <laughs> this is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then there's stuff that's just so fucking sad uh-huh. like i it's it's a good show though overall okay i wouldn't i mean like i'd recommend it if you are into that sort of thing like what I just described, but <laughs> you know, really not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a lot of people are. Yeah, the uh, outstanding comedy series nominees were as follows: Barry, Fleabag, The Good Place, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Russian Doll, Schitt's Creek, and Veep. I have watched Barry, The Good Place, and Russian Doll. Hmm. I actually haven't seen any of the comedy series. Dude, Barry should win. Yeah, I need, I need to. I need Barry to watch that. should absolutely win. The Russian Doll should give it a run for its money. You know, I, going I think, off what I've seen, I think Marvelous Miss Maisel like deserves it really, just based off the title. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is pretty much the greatest television name Have you seen, uh, yeah, in existence. Oh, yeah, I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, I think it won last year. Really? For the comedy series? I didn't even honestly know it was a comedy series. This is the sh- series on Netflix, right? I have actually, I have zero clue seen, as to what Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is. I think I've seen it on Netflix before. Uh, but, like, I've definitely seen ads for it somewhere, if not there. But it just seemed, like, I don't know. It seemed kind of weird. I actually didn't know it was a comedy series. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about it. But uh, based off of my knowledge of Barry, mm-hmm. if there is any comedy series out right now better than Barry, I, I need to know about it. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it. So whatever wins outstanding comedy series, if not Barry, I will watch. I absolutely will. Fair enough. I've heard Veep is astounding. Really? Yeah. What's that on? HBO. Okay. And anytime HBO's doing it, they're doing good. Yeah. Like it's H- not... HBO does great work. Like they, I'm surprised they don't just sweep the Emmys every year. Oh, they they usually dominate the number of nominations. Oh yeah. Like they had like 170 something this year. Holy crap. And, like, last year was, like, the first year in forever they didn't get the most, and Netflix got it. HBO's really been doing it for a long-ass time. They have. Like, they had, a like, the first greatest show of all time HBO produced was Sopranos, and that was, like, I think it premiered in 1999, 20 years ago. Damn. So they've been at it. Yeah. For a minute now. They've definitely been at it. Yeah. And then uh, Outstanding Limited Series. There were more nominees than this, but it's obviously going to come down to these two. Yeah. Uh, Chernobyl and When They See Us. Ah, yeah. It's really tough. Because, I mean, When They See Us was freaking amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. So good. So just, God, that, it fucked me up. Yeah. (laughs) And Chernobyl, the same. Like, it's, Uh but it wasn't, I think Chernobyl wins. Just because it had a lot more visual 
and special effects kind of stuff that went with it. So that it was it was a bigger production mm-hmm. and it was done amazingly. I mean, so I'd imagine yeah. that probably wins just because it was both great stories. That's kind of what HBO does though. They just like yeah. pour a bunch of money into things and like Netflix is more focused on just giving like independent creators their their like their platform or whatever to use. Yeah, like Ava mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay. Yeah, exactly. Uh but it's like when they I don't know. It, it I never know really what they're judging these shows on. Like I'd like to know like yeah. what the what the real because I feel like when they see us like obviously both of these are real world stories and and depictions of history or whatever but it's you know when they see us is obviously just more impactful to the American people than Chernobyl Oh, absolutely. Was. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh so yeah, I'm really excited to see who wins outstanding limited series but ultimately it will definitely be either chernobyl or when Mm -hmm. they see us for uh outstanding lead actress Mm. we got amelia clark who played daenerys targaryen in game of thrones who for me deserves this award far and away because even with the eh writing Mm. and even when all the shit was completely nonsense yeah she, she made it like impactful <laughs> and meaningful like when she was just sitting on that fucking dragon thinking was, about that was, that was thinking about scorching the earth fire. and she just like <laughs> and broke i was like oh my god oh yeah like right then and there You're i was like amelia clark Honestly, I, I need to rewatch. yeah i'm feeling like i want to watch game of thrones now <laughs> i do too i've been thinking this for weeks i miss yeah. it every day <laughs> It's just like his life isn't the same. Life is empty without it. Game of Thrones. (laughs) Where are you at? The other uh, outstanding lead actress noms were uh, Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer of Killing Eve. On the same show, they got both the noms, which they're both crazy deserving. Like, they are so good in that. You got Viola Davis and How to Get Away with Murder. She's uh, always, I feel like she's like one of she's those always just like staples. Yeah. <laughs> like, Laura Lynn and Ozark. Uh, Robin Wright she's House gonna of lose. Cards. Robin Wright. She's going to lose. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> House of Cards is not winning anything. <laughs> I swear to God, if House of Cards wins like something from that season, like I literally like watched half of the first episode of season six. Not and you were like, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Like This is just boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then uh, Mandy Moore for This Is Us. And uh, Mandy Moore, actually, this is her first nomination for her work on this is us when mm. it has abundantly been considered the worst season mm. so that's that's nice for her <laughs> she deserves it though she's great yeah. in it yeah <laughs> outstanding lead actor we got a uh, kit harrington king in the north <laughs> king in the north and uh to be honest don't think he deserves this season just eight be, just from, be, from yeah season exactly eight? No. because he didn't have to do much acting yeah he really didn't he wasn't i don't know why they they didn't write him in more I mean, I, I'm assuming he'll probably still win it, just because it's probably going to be a celebration of Game of Thrones this year. But I, I don't know. Like, I know Bob Odenkirk and Better Call Saul is an amazing, oh yeah, amazing performance every year. I've heard Billy Porter in Pose uh-huh. is like probably the favorite to win. Yeah. I think even Sterling Brown. Like, I know he's a he's a, he's a great actor. Yeah, great actor. But I just can't imagine that. This Is Us wins, or I can't imagine that they win over a show like Game of Thrones, and yeah. even Pose is like the, uh, it's like the new It series mm-hmm. currently. 
So you also had Jason Bateman in Ozark, which is good. He does a really good job, but Jason Bateman never really acts, I feel like. I feel like everything he's in, he's just Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you got Milo Ventimiglia in This Is Us. Actually, who no, is, is. He was in... Uh, he was in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> you ever watched Gilmore Girls? <laughs> you know, I, I did. I did. I Gilmore Girls is a good ass show. I strongly oh recommend gosh. it. Uh, but yeah, he's a great actor. So, I, outstanding lead actor is kind of a toss up for me. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got a lot of good nominees and outstanding comedy actress. Uh, Natasha Leone in Russian Doll is my favorite. I've heard uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus in uh, Veep is astounding oh yeah uh have you watched any of uh dead to me on netflix i actually haven't what, i haven't heard of this it's pretty good it's i've, I've watched the first few episodes mm-hmm. and it's got christina applegate and she stars alongside someone oh man i cannot remember her name but uh christina applegate is up for mm-hmm. comedy actress okay uh you got Catherine o'hara and schitt's creek and phoebe waller bridge and fleabag hmm. so i don't i don't know enough to speak on who will win that, but I know uh-huh. Natasha Leone killed her performance in Russian Doll. Uh, outstanding comedy actor has to be Bill Hader in Barry. Okay, you know, I got, I got a bone to pick there. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. It, I know. It's, it's Don Cheadle. Have you watched Black Monday, though? I haven't. So you can't say. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But, like, have you seen the Ocean's I know. movies? <laughs> I know. Don, Cheadle, Don Cheadle's an astounding Don actor. Don Cheadle is hilarious. Like, he's, like, one of the most serious, like, comedic actors I can think of. Don Cheadle is an astounding actor. Absolutely. <laughs> Based off my knowledge, I have not also, I also have not seen Black Monday. Anthony Anderson, too, honestly. Anthony Anderson. He, Anthony Anderson. I love that Blackish too. has, like... Like I feel like Blackish does not stack up at all to the rest of. These I know. Shows. I love that a com- I love that the comedy they, the only like network comedy they picked. Yeah. Was Blackish. Uh huh. But Anthony Anderson is like he's actually building a great legacy for himself right now. Oh, absolutely. Like people like I feel like, like how like Blackish is a lot of what everybody hates Chris was to us. Yeah. To kids now. Exactly. And so they're gonna grow up knowing about Blackish, knowing about yeah Anthony Anderson, and like. He's. I, I've loved Anthony Anderson since like the Transformers movies. I know that's when I loved him too. <laughs> yeah. uh, you also got Ted Danson from The Good Place. Who uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he won too, just because his name's Ted Danson. He's been a big deal since the fucking eighties. Ted Danson. He's been a, around for a long time. You got a outstanding lead actress in a limited series, which you got a Niecy Nash from uh, When They See Us. Mm-hmm. You got. I don't know how to pronounce her first name, but Miss Ellis from When They See Us. Mm. Uh, you got Amy Adams and Sharp Objects, which I've heard is amazing. Amy Adams is Amy Adams like is always good. Yeah. Uh, and then outstanding lead actor, you got Mahershala Ali, mm. which I've heard True Detective season three was good. Honestly, I watched Luke Cage and I didn't think he was that great of an actor, and then I watched Moonlight. The dude's a good actor. And I was like, yo. <laughs> That's funny that you say that, because that season of Luke Cage where he was the villain, yeah, they killed him off, and he was, and he became a star. Yeah. Like, after they killed him off. Yeah. If, it, if they hadn't killed him off, he was also one of my favorite villains like that a TV show had provided mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and I think it would have been really cool to see how he would have played out on that show, but, you know, it got canceled, so fuck it. Why did they cancel that show, sir? Because I nobody still... gave a shit. Yeah. I guess it it was like a real like big moment when it got released, and then, and then after that, because like, season two came out and they just wrote it like 
it was too it was trying to be a crowd pleaser it was it and it was. wasn't good it was yeah no yeah i watched yeah i watched it i didn't watch it until a long time after it came out though and i was just kind of like okay. i mean it was good enough for me to watch all of it so that's yeah. saying something but like it, it was entertaining it's not something i'm like luke cage yeah. Yeah. luke cage <laughs> <laughs> a drink paint what <laughs> you got uh, you got Jared Harris for Chernobyl who I personally believe should win this mm. uh, and then Jarrell Jerome for When They See Us who also is very deserving of this oh yeah of this award yep uh, these are we're getting into a couple of my favorite categories just because Game of Thrones dominates them through and through holy crap. supporting actress there were six nominations and four of them were Game of Thrones. <laughs> you got Gwendolyn Christie, Brienne of Tarth in uh-huh. Game of Thrones. You got uh, Lena Headey, or Queen Cersei she in Game of Thrones. Win. You got Sophie Turner, or the Queen in the North <laughs> from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Macy Williams, a.k.a. the savior of the world. Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Um, then you also have Fiona Shaw and Julie Garner. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Brienne of Tarth really killed it this season. Gwendolyn Christie had a great, great performance this season. But yeah. I, I think Sophie Turner probably wins. Yeah, I think if, if anyone does, it's her. Uh, I think Macy Williams could pull it out. I just, nah. But nah, I, I mean, think Sophie Turner will win. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, just as far as being a supporting actress throughout the, the, the season, it was 100% Sophie Turner's character who, like, had most of that, like, appeal. That energy. Yeah, that energy. <laughs> I, I just Googled whether or not Lena Headey is married, and it turns out she is, so I can no longer vote for her. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Lena Headey's fine. Yeah, no, she is. She is a beautiful she's, she's woman. Bad as hell. <laughs> yeah, she is gorgeous. I watched a movie the other night called uh, "Fighting with Family." It's I... a WWE production uh, produced by uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, uh, actually, seen, really, actually, I've really seen good. One of the, no, I've seen. Um, there was one on Netflix. It was called I can't remember what it was called, but it had John Cena in it, and it was like this this like wrestling movie. Yeah, or like. Whatever. And it, I mean, they're I was always. Like, I watched it and I was like, I, you know, like it's cute. It's, it's they're I, always pretty corny. Uh-huh. Like it's, it is super corny, but I was just like, I'm satisfied. But yeah, Lena Headey played the mom of a eventual WWE wrestler in the oh. in this movie, and goddamn, bro, <laughs> <laughs> she was looking. She was looking fine. Okay. Look up Lena Headey fighting with family. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting actor in a drama series. Uh, Again, pretty dominated by Game of Thrones. You had seven noms on this one, but three of them were Game of Thrones. You had Peter Dinklage, Tyrion Lannister of Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. Nicolaj Coaster-Waldau, or Jamie Lannister, Game of Thrones. And Alfie Allen, Theon Greyjoy. Huh. Of Game of Thrones. Now, I don't think Alfie Allen wins, but I think the nom it's it's a good little nod there. That's a, that's nod. a career yeah. like milestone like there. Yeah. It's not really just like because his performance this season he wasn't in very much of the show. No, so, he, like, he died pretty early on. <laughs> he di- died in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you also got. I'm thinking Peter Dinklage. 
Yeah, he's the most obvious choice. But I wouldn't discount the other actors either. Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito. Great actor. Great actor. Great actor. I wasn't aware that he was... I haven't seen Better Call Saul. Or I haven't seen... I've seen like half the first season maybe. But I wasn't aware that up. he's a supporting actor in Better Call Saul. Like, yeah, he's like he's still... not even like a main guy. Well, they... Well, the way you look at it, weren't Tyrion Lannister and Jamie Lannister the main yeah. guys in Game of Thrones? The support yeah. supporting's loose. Like okay, it's not okay. It's like if you weren't the focus of yeah. the show. Yeah. So like Saul Goodman is the main focus okay. of Better Call Saul. Uh, like I, I would vote for a Michael Kelly House of Cards. Actually, that shouldn't happen. But like I think Michael Kelly's a pretty good actor. He's also a good actor, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's I think it almost has to go Tyrion Lannister, dude. Yeah, I mean either that or uh, or Jamie. Like one of them has to yeah. win, and I think Peter Dinklage probably deserves it. You know, uh-huh. just because he's the only actor on the show who's been nominated every season of the show. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. No. He's, I don't know how much he's won, he's but I know he's been nominated every yeah. single year. Amazing actor. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens here. Yeah, me too. I think it'll it'll be a, a it probably be a Game of Thrones sweep, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and then there were five nominations for directing in a drama series, and three of them were Game of Thrones episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, and the one that definitely deserves to win is Miguel Sapochnik for The Long Night. Oh yes, yeah. yes, for that sure. episode. We'll have to do an episode breakdown for sure. We will have to do an episode breakdown yeah. of The Long Night. We haven't, yeah, we haven't done any. Have we done? We any haven't Game done. Of Game, Thrones? We haven't done Game of Thrones since the first episode. Yeah, we didn't know that wasn't even an episode breakdown though. No, it was just Game of Thrones as a whole. Yeah. We have not done a Game of Thrones episode. Shit, we need to talk about Game of Thrones. We will. Yes, we will. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so hype. <laughs> So yeah, those are your Emmy nominations. Yeah, got some good, uh, good little, just, good little combo there. Yeah, just witness basically how every idea comes to fruition on this show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because all we had here was a list of the nominations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, It'd be like that though. I'm really happy with this episode. We've done good. The Emmy noms yep. were good. Yep. Euphoria was good. The intro was a lot longer than I anticipated, just because the only notes we had for the intro were. Uh, Two lines. Two lines. We had Tyler, the creator, and Sandra O, oh, and that turned into Chance the Rapper, YB, and Corday, um, and a bunch of other shit. Yeah. Which, you know what? Fuck it. Okay? Why not? Why not? We don't give you a know? fuck. You know? I don't give a fuck, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just generally happy, and I hope I'm, you are too. I'm just generally happy. Penny Bloom Podcast wishes you all the happiness in the world. Peace, love, and bloom. Love you, Keanu Reeves. Bye. <laughs>